Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, people, and welcome to episode 297 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Bobstadt, and as ever, I am joined by... Bobstadt, hello, everybody. And... Ian Loring, and I promise I won't pee audibly (laughs) this week. <laughs> oh, Ian. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just a bit of background on that then. So, I kind of forgot that if we're recording both ends locally, just muting myself on Skype <laughs> won't stop my end from recording. So, no, no, it, it will not, Ian. It will not. <laughs> no. Um, and I did not think about that when editing the show and tgp 73 uh star wars correspondent steve nixon himself uh said you know i didn't really enjoy the sound of you peeing all that much and <laughs> then the penny dropped so uh, <laughs> apologies folks that wasn't that wasn't on purpose my my bad my my bad I I wonder what first listeners, if we had any at that point to that episode, would be like. <laughs> like is, is that guy peeing? <laughs> is that a regular thing? I'm I, I mean I'm I'm leaving it. I'm not going to edit it. It is what it is. It's uh, it's us in full bloom. I would argue. It's, so um, it is. It is indeed, indeed, indeed. Now, a bit of breaking news. Noel has uh, picked the next Patreon review. Oh, what what number has he picked? He has picked number two. Evolution, I believe. Yes. Yes. That's been brewing f- for a while, to be fair. Yeah, you, you were actually saying yeah. last week that you are actually really quite looking forward to that. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, forward to that. good with that. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll be... Chatting that next week, I believe, yeah? Yep, yeah, Evolution yeah. being covered next week. Good stuff. Cool. And I believe that is on Prime? Yes, it's on Prime. Yes, cool. Right. Cool, cool, cool. So if anyone wants to watch that along with us, uh, then it is on Prime in the UK. I don't know if it's on Prime in the US, but 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 let's, let's say it is. <laughs> it, I don't know. It's, it, it'll be on a streaming thingy. If it's a low-budget horror, it will be on a streaming platform somewhere. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. be on Shudder or whatever Shudder is in the US, which I assume is just... Shudder. Shudder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More Shuddering. Shuddering, but spelled differently, nearly. I don't Maybe. think so. <laughs> Why would Shudder be spelled differently in the US? Who knows? All sorts of shit. Yeah, they do that, though. Because Colour. they do all sorts of shit. Now, that's a good explanation, Becky. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's probably pronounced the way that, that, that Trump would... It's probably spelled the way Trump would say it now. It's got, it's got eight D's in it. Just a fart noise from his face. Yeah, just eight D's, and it's not an ER at the end of the U R. Shudder. Shudder. Fuck, what are we supposed to talk about? Well, we talk yeah, about I mean, about, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're taking the piss out of Trump, but you're Captain Digimon Honsune, so. <laughs> I don't. I stand by that. Yeah. Stand by that one. I don't think you should. I, well, I, I do. Right. <laughs> I do indeed. Well, to be um, fair, if you if you guys actually saw Sh- Shazam, we'd be talking about Mr. Digimon. We will uh, be talking about Digimon from yes, uh, but we're not, because we, we didn't see Shazam because they mix up with my work. What we did see, though, and we will be chatting, uh, is Pet Symmetry, 
um, which Ian saw one and a one, half and times, one, one, and a, one and a third times. Yeah, yeah, third, uh, third's probably right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, which I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get to when we, we get to that. Mm. And we'll also have some trailer chat, uh, some what we've been watching. Not very much. Uh, I, I, I actually, I've actually got quite a lot. Well, so, right, fuck you. Well, then. Fuck you. Big bag. <laughs> bag of um, so <laughs> it's amazing how often that little fucking quote gets pulled out in our house, isn't it? Dick bag, bag of dicks. Dick bag, bag of dicks. Yeah, it's often. <laughs> I go to insult. <laughs> it is indeed. What well, does your go to insult for me? You say often as well. No, no, it's pretty much you. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Right, let's, let's not fall out. <laughs> <laughs> bag of dicks. Um, so... Don't flick water, mate. <laughs> it's a lot of electrical equipment around. Um, Your fault. Has, has, has anything happened in the, the movie news this um, week? So I suppose uh, if I talk about Criterion Channel now, because I oh, think that's yes. yeah. quite a big thing. So, yeah, um, uh, Criterion Channel launched in the US and Canada, and it's actually not too much of a slog to get it over here with some caveats uh you will need to appear as if you are in the u.s when registering and uh kind of like giving your card details but once you do that you can just log in from any old fucking thing i was watching a film on the criterion channel website on my phone on the train yesterday and it was fine so, um, the Apple TV app isn't available in the UK without some jiggery-pokery, which I don't think I, I I can really do on our Apple TV, because if I mess things up, then Lottie would kill me, let alone Donna. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's basically I'm going on the website on my phone and then air-playing it to my TV. But that's not really that much of a ball lake, to be honest. And it's... I think it's really impressive. It, it's expensive. Um, I think it's about... Because they, 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 they chuck on VAT, which says to me that they must know that people in the UK are watching this shit, because otherwise they wouldn't automatically add VAT, surely. Yeah. So that was weird. Um, so it, it costs like £12, £13 a month, which is expensive, but... Netflix costs me from the 4K plan about a tenner a month now, and I wouldn't be surprised if that goes up in the future. And that's, I think that's fine because the amount I watch on Netflix. But the thing with the Criterion channel is there's a lot of stuff that you won't get on Netflix. You know, there's a, there's a, a, a lot of people kick up a stink about the fact that I think it's like single digit percentage of their film content comes from before the 1980s. Um, and with criteria, yeah, it's... I, yeah, I think it's, it isn't it. But I was reading a thing about that, actually, recently from uh, somebody from Netflix actually kind of not arguing that as, as such, but he was explaining the um, the reasoning behind that. Or, or he didn't say it's reason behind it. He said it's how we've landed there. Um, and he said that you have to take away our content because we put so much of our own content on there, and obviously all of that is fairly new. Yeah. Uh, so if you take away all of that, and you take away the TV, and you just focus on movies, um, he said that percentage actually goes 
back up again. He said, but the simple fact is when we first launched, we tried launching with more of the, the older titles. He said, and the simple fact was people weren't watching them. Yeah, which is kind of fair. And he, he said, however, it is something we are uh, looking at. He said, there's so many weird little licensing things Mm. Um, with regards to how these things work, that it can sometimes be quite difficult to negotiate. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of go where the money is, really. But with the Criterion Channel, it kind of feels like that they're not necessarily going where the money is because of their niche audience. Sorry, Lottie's shouting at me. <laughs> right. Okay, maybe she's given up and shouting for Donna now. Um, <laughs> parenting 101. Um, so keep quiet and hide. Just wait till I fucking give up. Yeah. No, they, they know I'm recording. Um, so maybe yeah. in a detrimental way, you know, with ourselves applauding your efforts. Oh, I well, know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I misinterpreted that. Um, it, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the the Criterion Channel. It's like they know that the audience will come for what they're selling, basically. Um, so the, the the amount of additional content on there is really, really impressive. Um, I watched a film which I'll talk about later, Detour, and then after that, I watched an eleven minute feature about its restoration. You don't care that on Netflix. Um, you know, Netflix don't do any behind the scenes. They don't do any commentary for their original stuff, which is a fucking shame. But again, if their stats show that people don't want that, then fair enough. But I think it it's quite a good halfway house between wanting to support cinema, but at the same time kind of acknowledging that physical media is going the way of the dodo. Um and I think it's one of those things where at this point you have to kind of put up or shut up. It's either you pay the slightly surprisingly high cost for it uh, per month, which I'm, I am I think I'm going to be happy to do. I get, there's a two-week free trial, but I, I think there'll be enough on there. Um, or you just accept what would happen if something like Criterion did stop doing things um and i mean there's no suggestion that this uh, business is going anywhere but at the same time they're not launching a streaming channel for the shit for the, the shit and giggles you know that they, they obviously know um and i think it, it's telling as well that criterion haven't gone 4k with physical media yet you'd think a label like them probably would jump on that so i do I do think that's interesting. Certainly, if they were to start doing some 4K HDR content streaming as opposed to physical media, I wouldn't be surprised. But it's, um, I think it's, I think it's impressive uh, so far. There's a lot of stuff on there. It, you know, if you've ever wanted to dive into the Criterion editions of the Kurosawa films have at it like it seems like all their documentaries all their commentaries and stuff like that are on there um and especially considering if you're in the uk you you probably won't have nearly as much exposure to criterion as uh, your, your us film fan would um i think it's a bit of a joy i hope they bring it out over here at some point just so there's apps that i can access but like I say, it's not that much of a fucking potch just to 
register via a VPN, and then there you go, you're good. Yeah, I think it's. I think often again with these kind of things, it, it does boil down to just quite simply a lot of the time rights issues. Yeah, it is yeah. a reason why that, that that complicates things up because the the rights to uh, for some of those films are held by different uh, companies in. Uh, in different sort of countries, etc. So it, it's it's why I think um, Criterion have have never really launched in in the UK as much. Well, yeah, I mean, like they, yeah, it's they, more Arrow over here, isn't it? Well, they're the very different ends of the um, spectrum. Yeah, it's like a similar kind of thing, though. They do like special editions of stuff. Yeah, they're, 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 what is it? But their Criterion tend to deal mostly in what they would perceive as, as classic cinema and things classic like that cinema. yeah and anything that fucking Wes Anderson does for some goddamn reason well, hey, uh, um, I mean, to be fair Criterion do have a presence in the UK even though it's an awful lot more limited mm-hmm. um, than than the US but I, you know I think we probably do have to acknowledge that uh, sorry I'm just trying to find a charger for my MacBook uh, two ticks Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, I think it's. They'll end up launching over here. Um, but it is. I know we will. We will at some point be recording our Patreon show for. Uh, by the way, that's uh, Patreon slash Um <laughs> So we will at some point be discussing a, a longer form. We keep saying we're going to do this, but we are actually going to do it. Um, longer form and where the future lies with streaming. Uh, I think a big part of that discussion will end up being sort of how much is too much yeah. in, in terms of the sheer physical cost. But I would say if you, it, 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 it wouldn't be unreasonable, let's say, for you to say, right, every month, as a present yeah yeah that wouldn't be unreasonable for a person to, to, to do that a little treat for yourself mm. well that'll probably cost you more than paying the 12.99 yeah. a month for it would the, be you'd own something the criteria what is it no but you would also just own that in you with this you for a month you have the ability to watch everything that is on it so th- there is that i get the idea of if it owning gets something folded and it goes away well, you you don't own anything. Well, no, you don't own anything. But if you buy at the start of the month, you buy. I that think we should save this. Criterion, yeah, of Dajian Limited. Then that's it. That's what you can watch for that month. I like the Dajian Limited. You do like the Dajian Limited, yes. So I picked that for you. Thanks. Yes. I would quite like that on a Criterion box set. Don't fucking do that. Um, it's not available on Criterion is Dajian Limited if I remember correctly it's like the only one of his that isn't I might be wrong actually maybe they did do it in the end Um, but yeah I I, I think we should save that maybe for when we actually do there's a little snippet there's a little snippet of the gold you'll get if you pay (laughs) yes a battle to argument get get ready everybody $2 a month (laughs) you arguing in favour of uh, digital and me arguing in favour of physical What a treat. Oh. Yep. Trailers. Mm. What are we seeing? Um, hmm. I mean, the new Lion King one came out today, and I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in, and I think maybe it's just because everybody on film Twitter seems to be, why is this happening? And <laughs> I understand that, but... 
I am happy to uh, watch The Lion uh, King again with photorealistic animals. I am. I think that's I, a cool idea. I, 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 I will watch it. I do not care about it in any way. I don't way. care. I don't care. However, but I'll watch it. However, what I will say is I absolutely 100% understand why they're doing it because people will pay to go and see it. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? And as well, they like showing off, look what we can fucking do. I mean, it's it's going to be a behemoth, isn't it? And, and even though it's kind of surprising that Dumbo... Well, what is, I said, it looks nice. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Becky, go on, go on. All I said was it looks nice. I, I think it's a little bit lazy that they, they do seem to have just done certain bits of it, shot for shot. Hmm? And it's like, well, I could just go back and watch the fucking cartoon, which has got a bit more charm. But... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't know how keen I am on the fact that bloody Beyonce is voicing voicing Nala. That just seems a bit. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Obvious. Well, yeah. Jay Z's voicing Simba. I thought that was brave. <laughs> <laughs> it's Donald Glover, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, That'd have been better if it was Danny Glover. Is it John Oliver doing <laughs> Dazu as well? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What did you just say? <laughs> Better if it's Danny Glover. <laughs> just like, just like, just like randomly. <laughs> I said Donald, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I, but I want, I want a Danny Glover cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Just, it just seems a bit, oh shit, we better get a pop star in it kind of thing with the Beyonce one. Like, I don't know. He seems a little bit three years ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. She's quite big though. It'd be Zendaya now, isn't it? She's well. Beyonce's directed a fucking Netflix documentary about herself. herself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like uh, maybe she's going to have a bit of a year. Um, that's fucking oh, fascinating. That is like what? Yeah, it, it, literally, that that would be one of those things where I'll go. Oh, I'm not going to watch that. No. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if it's in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos, you bet your fucking ass I'll watch it. I. <laughs> Will not. <laughs> no. Um, literally, literally I, I genuinely think if somebody said to me, I will give you £50 to watch this, I would still go, how long is it? And if they went, it's night, no. You might be about to say nine minutes. If, if it was nine minutes, I'd still have to think about it. it because you want to hear 108. No, no, I don't. I want to hear less than, I want to hear eight. Yep, yeah, fine. 83 minutes, give me my 50 quid, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'll fall asleep. Uh, like, I, I, do you know what? I, I, the trailer does nothing for me, but I will watch it. I'm intrigued, but I'm not interested, if that makes sense. Like, there's this, this kind of morbid curiosity that I want to see. Yeah. Uh, and one, one that I don't have a morbid curiosity for is The Addams Family. No, that looks shite, doesn't Animated it? film. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it... But it's another one. It's another one. It's the same as Lion King, right? Why make it? I suppose it's different for us because we're older, but we can we can quite happily just go back and watch the Lion King as it is, and it especially with them seeming seemingly having made it shot for shot. It's the live action movies. This just looks crap. Yeah. Well, it, 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 yeah, it does. It looks. It, it looks. Yeah, I don't get it. No. I don't get the animation on it. I don't get the, the design. Um, I don't get. I don't get why in 
in a time where we could, where we can do things like do a photorealistic animation of the Lion King, why would then just choose to do the Adams Family, but do it as a computer-generated movie rather than just fucking doing it as a live action? Mm. It, it just seems weird to me. Like, who are they going for with it? Because it's not. They can't say, "Oh, we're doing it for nostalgia for like actual Adams Family previous fans," because they're just gonna look at it and go, "Well, that looks shite." Yeah, it does. It, it, but the thing is, there, Oscar Isaac is playing um, Gomez Adams. You'd be like, "I'm fine with that." He's voicing it. Okay, and this is what he looks like. Huh? See, I'd watch an Adams Family where Oscar Isaacs was playing Gomez yeah. Adams just live action. Yeah, I would. Quite happily. Uh, the, the, it's, it's not for us, though. This is the thing. I mean, it's it's for kids. Like, Lottie will see this trailer and she'll be all over it. Because oh, it will be kind of a little bit spooky, but not necessarily scary. Um, it will probably be like a comfortable PG uh, you know, it, it's for the audience that made that, that got Hotel Transylvania free films and like a billion worldwide at the the box office. You know what I mean? It's um... yeah, no, it's, it's it's a completely fair point. Um, that I suppose, yeah. Is she old enough for like um, Paranorman and Frankenweenie and stuff like that yet? Um, um, haven't tried her on uh, either of them actually. Um, that's a good question. Um, Monster House was one of Isabel's favourite movies. Oh, and what, what's that one with that girl that looks like Jennifer Lawrence but isn't? The Hole, she liked that as well. Yeah, I I don't think I'm going to be able to take it to The Hole. Like, I, 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 Donna and I saw The Hole in the cinema and Donna got legitimately scared at one point. So I, I, I think... Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe I mean, not that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> even though, then again, I mean, like I took her to see the house with a clock in its walls, which is a fucking twelve A, and she was uh, uh, she was four at the time. So uh, I'm parent of the year. Um, <laughs> but she got she oh fucking washing machine. Sorry, um, she got scared by um, well, no, she wanted to leave because she was uh, she was upset that Jack Black was angry at the kid. It wasn't any of the scary things that came before that. It was that. Um, so I think, I yeah, I don't know. I'd like to try her on um, Paranorman because I really want to get her into uh, like of films um, and, you know, Missing Links out, which we're going to go see this weekend. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she'd do. She'd probably enjoy Frank and Weenie. The Night There Before Christmas she likes. She's she's seen that and she enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think you'd be fine with stuff like Frank, not, not Frank and Weenie, but yeah. Uh, Frank and Weenie upset me and I was a grown-up. Yeah, I think we're looking more sort of like Paranorman or uh, Monster House would be Monster a good House one. is yeah. fab. Yeah, we we tried her on Monster House and she got like two minutes in, but that was probably like a year ago. So she might be all right with that now, actually. Uh, so it's not other my ones. fire alarm. It is literally my washing machine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> other ours does the same thing. Uh, other trailers. Uh, Stuba. Yeah, this is this is a whole bunch of things that I should like, but the trailer's not great. I actually quite like the trailer. All right. <laughs> yeah, I like the trailer. I, Becky, I, I what was... did you think? Because I just need to make sure whether, like, it, it, is it me being a grump or is it just Mark being Mark? <laughs> the film looks like fun enough as a premise, but yeah, the trailer makes it look kind of dumb. Yeah, that, that's what I like about yeah. it. I like a dumb comedy. I, 
Comedy should be a little bit dumb. Do you know what I want to rewatch? Well, Let's be cops. Let's be cops is a good movie. Have I seen that? Yes, you have seen Let's Be Cops. Who's in it? People. Okay. Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans the sixth. I don't think I've seen that. I don't. You watch have Wayans seen it. Movies. Becky, trust me, you have seen it. I don't think I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, it's not ringing a bell. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'll go see Stuber because I like Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. Um, and I want to see more films about Uber drivers. <laughs> yeah, do you think it's an underrepresented genre? Yeah, I, I want to see films featuring people of the gig economy. Like, I want to I wanna see a film that focuses on a Deliveroo cyclist oh are you talking about um what was it called premium rush premium rush premium rush 2 but with food but with food honestly premium rush is good delivery drivers are all bastards though are they delivery drivers cyclists cyclists yes yeah but so are parcel couriers yeah true yeah it doesn't paint them in great light in premium rush actually yeah she doesn't know. No, it's actually but quite... it is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so you kind of like. Yeah. yeah if you're in. That was Joseph Gordon-Levitt the thing. Yeah, where's he gone? He, he he's just doing a lot of his own thing, and he with hit record Joe. Yeah. He, he, he just he lives in that hit record Joe bubble and doesn't really seem to come out of it these days. Eh. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is quite true. He's the sort of one who literally will at some point just come back in and be in like five things in one year. <laughs> when he That's needs the money. I can't see that happening anytime soon though. It's like Neil Marshall <laughs> with Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably, I'm sure we'll talk about that more next week, but I'm convinced that the reason why he did Hellboy is because he took the occasional TV... He's like Shaggy. It's like he does the occasional TV gig when he runs out of money, but then he just, like like Shaggy, just goes off and lives on an island, and then when he runs out of money, he puts out another album or tours with Sting. Um, yeah. I think Neil Marshall's like that. It's like he ran out of money... So it was like, right, I'll do some black sales. And then they said, that's been cancelled, Neil. I was like, oh, fuck, all right. Um, <laughs> you got anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah, Hellboy. We're doing Hellboy. Oh, yeah, go on then. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'll, do, I'll do three episodes. Now it's a film. Uh, how do they work again? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I get Michael Fassbender again? He's, doing, <laughs> he's done what since I, I directed him? He's married <laughs> to Lara Croft. My God. I mean, to be fair, Fassbender's done fuck all. Like, Dark Phoenix was filmed a while back, and he's done nothing since. He's well, just he, he's he, living that fucking sweet Vikander life. Yeah, he, he literally said... Um, that I he, really blame him on that one. That, no, that no, he, he can't at all. That when he got, like, when he, he got his break, he took advantage of it, and then when, oh, seven years have gone by, and I've not really stopped. <laughs> so... I'm going to stop for a few years. Yeah, good for him, man. Like, yeah. It's like Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. Isn't she, isn't she taking a bit of a break as well? Yeah, she's second, she's second a year out, isn't she? A lot, a, lot, a lot of them do, to do it now, don't they, when they've, you know, hit a certain I think level. she. I think she had potentially reached a little bit of oversaturation. But that's what she, that's what she said. Break to 
learned how to control a mouth in interviews. Well, it's the same thing as um, Ryan Gosling said that he got sick of not being able to drive uh, to see his mum without seeing a billboard that had him on it. Yeah. Uh, and so it was going to take um, a year out. Fair enough. It's a fair comment. Yeah. So, yeah, right, well, so that was, that was trailer. Any other for trailers, guys? No? No? We saw one last night at the cinema for something that we hadn't seen before. What was it? Child's Play. Uh, yeah, Child's Play. Hello, kid, you're right. Um, no, yeah, yeah. That, isn't Mark Hamill voicing Chucky? Is he? I swear he announced that last week. Sorry? Did he announce it on April Fool's Day? <laughs> no, well, no. I mean, Mark Hamill is Chucky. No, I it think it makes Mark all the Hamill. sense in the world. It is. It is. It's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Fucking hell. It does. Yeah, mate. It, it, not really think about it. it. Does. Yeah. I'm quite interested for this one. I really liked the Child's Play. I was never a fan. And but like now you watch them and you're like, oh, these are really fucking dated and shit now. But like they, as a concept, they were really creepy at the time. And if they do it well, I think it could be really good. Tim Matheson's in it. Who? Tim Matheson. And Brian Tyree Henry. I Yeah, that's... And I was listening uh, to a podcast when they were interviewing Brian Tyree Henry and they were like, oh, what have you got coming up? And he was really enthusiastic about Child's Play. And I love that. It's like, do you know what? Own it. Don't be one of those actors who star in horror films and then be a bit embarrassed about it. Own it. And he did. He, yeah, he strikes me as the kind of guy who would be very enthusiastic about it. It just strikes me as the kind of guy who's gone, holy shit, I'm making a living of doing this. People want to talk to me yeah. about stuff. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. Yeah. It, you know, people who just enjoy being an actor. You know, like, Samuel Jackson's one of them. Um, Chris Hemsworth seems to really enjoy it. And he, yeah. And he should have got a Best Supporting Actor nomination for If Bill Street Could Talk, but, you know, the world is poo. <laughs> uh, I think my only complaint about the child's play trailer is the kid looks a bit old to be getting a talking doll toy. Yeah, he might he might have no friends. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Well, the people who made the film, they know. They, they do. They do know, so yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that was trailers. Um, so we'll move swiftly, well, not that swiftly, because we've been talking for 30 minutes. Oh. We'll move on, move on. to uh, Pet Cemetery, the remake or is it, is it a remake or is it just another adaptation? Reboot. Is it a reboot? I wouldn't say it's a reboot. It's a readaptation. Because re-adaptation. It's, like, it's not like you're going to get a sequel from this, is it? Remake-optation. It's just really You could exciting. do. There, there is actually a sequel to the book, isn't there? The Pet Cemetery 2. What? It's okay. Oh, it's not. No. Is it just of the film? Yeah, the original film, yeah. Oh, I'm really fucking confused now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy's just... Yeah, Timmy's awake, babe. Sorry, guys. I'm confused with the paper-based tokens. <laughs> you all right, eh? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Tim, uh, I'm sat in the kitchen, Timmy's in the kitchen, and Lottie just came in, so it, it's all good. Uh, carry on, sorry. What's going on? I wasn't ready to say goodbye to her. You're scaring me. Just tell me what you're talking about. It's my fault she died. I had to bring her back. 
There's a place rage deep in the woods. Beyond the pet cemetery. It brings things back. Are you happy, mommy? A story of was it set by Kate? Is it set in Maine? It's set in Ludlow, yeah, Ludlow, which is in Maine, I'm guessing. Yeah, they're, yeah. All, in they're all in Maine, everything's in Maine, everything's in Maine. Oh, okay. everything's in Maine. Stephen Maine. King, yeah, <laughs> not the Jackson Maine reverse, which would be better. Um, Jason Clark plays Lewis Creed, uh, he moved with his family uh, to Ludlow in Maine. Just a stand. Come on, beer, you big uh, twat. Sorry, I haven't muted my mic, have I? Sorry. Nope. Uh, Sorry. To get away from Boston, the hustle-bustle life of a ER doctor, uh, to get a little bit more chilled, and then they arrive at their new house in Ludlow. With that sweet family life. With that sweet family life, that sweet country life, white yeah. picket fences, but they don't put one up for some reason. Yeah, like, actually. Um, well, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Uh, and yet the house they move into seems idyllic and perfect apart from <laughs> an oil tanker goes oh, by <laughs> an oil tanker Sorry, goes by <laughs> an oil tanker goes by <laughs> oh, the actions that go with it it's, it's like they're electric trucks that make no noise and so they're literally like <laughs> A kilometre, no, well, no, less than a kilometre, fuck, like 20 metres from the house, and then suddenly they're the loudest thing in the world. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so, so the trucks go by, and, and, and then bad things happen. There we go. We'll see. Um, so, Pet Cemetery. Ian, you have you have you seen the original? No. I didn't think you had, no. Uh, so, what did you think of, of Pet Cemetery, then? So... Uh, the, the, the entire concept of Pet Cemetery has always weirded me out, so I've always given it a wide berth. Um, and yeah, so we I, said. I should actually probably explain the whole Pet Cemetery thing a little bit as part of the synopsis. Probably. Sure. Yes. So part of the. Uh, when they buy the property, is they get a wood as part of the property. A billion acres it, of woodland. It, it's around 50 acres, actually. They mention it uh, of, of woodland, uh, and they quickly find out that within that woodland is a pet cemetery uh, for the local townsfolk to bury their pets. Um, where the pet cemetery is, there is also a big bluff built up on that where a deadfall, a deadfall. Sorry, uh, that they can't get that you know, he's blocking something off, and we'll talk about that as we go along. So sorry, Ian, I'll let you continue that. Sorry, I've no, got no, a better no, no, sure, sure. whole idea of the actual pet cemetery. So, yeah, uh, as we said earlier on, I ended up watching this like one and a third times, and I'll explain. So, literally, as I was walking to the cinema, I got a text off Donna saying, oh, Lottie's not very well. I was like, shit, all right then. And I called, I called her, and it's like, yeah, no, she's just, she's not right, she's not 100%, and... 
yeah, and I was like, okay, well, do you want me to come home? And she was like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And it, honestly, it was. But so I kind of had in the back of my mind already that like, oh, I've got a sick kid at home. And then knowing what I knew from the trailer for this film, I was like, I already wasn't in the right headspace. And then the first half hour or so just kind of weirded me out. And I was waiting for the thing to happen. And I was letting that bother me a bit too much. So I left. And I never leave cinema screenings, ever. But I was just like, I'm not in the headspace. So, and it turned out Lottie, uh, Lottie actually got chicken pox. I got home and she had kind of like spots on her. It was like, oh, fuck, okay, it started then. And we weren't surprised because it's kind of... Uh, epidemic of it happening in um in in our area at the moment so and she's literally going back to school tomorrow they they're doing their thing she's not contagious anymore it's fine but yeah so i went to see it again in a better kind of light okay i'm not gonna like have a fucking you know how your mind goes somewhere and you like it makes giant leaps and it was like no she's fine i can go to the cinema and i don't have to like worry about it um, and yeah, so I, I have no, uh, awareness of the original story whatsoever. So I do have kind of questions for you guys, but I thought in complete isolation, it was not perfect, but, uh, I had a good time with it. I think that the, it builds a very good atmosphere full of dread. Um, I think that, I think if anything, it's rushed in the third act it seems to take a long time to get to the big moment, like the, the kind of like the, the, the thing that tips the rest of the film. And then it seems to just fast forward through the rest of it. Um, I think that's kind of intentional though. Sorry to just sure, no, sure, sure. I, I feel like that's kind of intentional is that he sets off a chain of events that he, he then loses complete control of. And I think it's supposed to feel a little bit like that that feeling when you're running down a hill and you start sort of start to lose control and you can't you can't kind of keep your feet under you. It's supposed to take you on that ride with him um, a bit. I, I, yeah, I, it it just combined with it is the fact that I thought that in the third act there was some kind of character stuff that didn't quite click for me. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, there's a particular bit where he he's he's just kind of like gotten pissed off about it when she's doing that dancing around the room and then Judd comes over and then he's like nope we're absolutely fine don't don't worry it's fine and then when the the wife comes home it's like you know hug your daughter and it was a little bit but you were freaked out by her you were weirded out and now suddenly you've done a complete 180 and you you're, you're fine with this um and i i it just it didn't quite click for me. And also the moment where the little boy sees the guy as well. And it was like, well, I'm, I'm assuming that must be in the original or something because it makes no fucking sense whatsoever because it's never really brought up again. And you know, if you're going to do that once, why? Unless it's just a freaky moment of little kid sees the guy. I think it's supposed to be, um, from sort of taking it from all three sources of the story. Um, Pascal, when they first use the Pet cemetery, something 
like a barrier is opened which kind of blurs the line between the dead and the living and pascal um the guy that's hit by the car is trying to stop lewis essentially fucking his life up so he knows what lewis is doing and he goes in the in the book and the original movie he goes and says to he he goes to ellie because it's ellie that's with a mum at her grandparents not gage um and basically tells her to tell her mum to go home to try and stop her dad from doing this thing um so i i I, yeah it's probably not terribly well explained in either film adaptation to be perfectly honest it's just there yeah. You, you have a moment like that it's like okay why not just do it with the wife because you're talking to a fucking what like one year old 18 month old who's not going to be able yeah. to fucking express this shit say to the wife hey the the, the ground's sour or you know or, or maybe just say it a bit more directly you know and again I mean I get that they can't do that because you know otherwise this film wouldn't be this film but it's just like hey Pet cemetery. Look, I'm a dead person. You're not. You're not hallucinating. Your husband's just gone and fucking raised your daughter from the dead. Except it's not your daughter. You need to get a fucking shovel. And as soon as you get in there, you just need to fucking smack that bitch in the <laughs> head. Um, so that, that, that's the thing. It's just like the third act. I thought was disappointing considering what came before it. But then that ending. Is that is that the ending? It like usually is that the ending? Uh, um, no. In the in the book and the original, yeah. No, in the book, um, she she dies. The kid kills the wife. Right. Um, he kills his kid. Mm. Um, and then he takes his wife up to bury it at the pet cemetery. Right. Um basically he's gone insane by this point which okay. is why which is another thing that it doesn't I mean, it kind of gets it across in the film but not sort of to the same extent as the book but then it's like i was saying to you last night isn't it you've got an awful lot more time to get these messages across in a book um but yeah he's basically gone insane and thinks ah well the reason it didn't work with gage is because he'd been dead too long before i buried him in the pet in the micmac burial ground and if I do it straight away oh, with Mick Rachel, Max, then she'll come back and she'll be fine. Right, okay. um, I didn't Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, 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 my, it's my end. It's stopped hello? now, yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's my end, sorry. <laughs> um, and But yeah, uh, and then it finishes up. He's sat in his living room waiting for her to come back and she just puts her hand on his shoulder and says hi darling or something along those lines um in the original film he kills the kid he kills the cat he burns judd's house down buries rachel up at the pet cemetery she comes back goes to give him a hug and then i think it pans away you see her hand with the big knife in it pans away and you just hear him screaming yeah okay um so yeah there's not this family of undead things just coming for some little boy just, in a car just, like that's such a f- i mean it's one of the bleak endings that i've seen in a while you know and it's okay i mean that makes me respect this film more even more than i did because i just assumed that was the ending that you know maybe not that the kid's in the car and but that 
like they they are all undead and they come for him but just the way that it ends with that like and then it just cuts i mean shit man that's horrible i I felt like fucking applauding the ending i loved the ending yeah yeah (laughs) no i mean it's it's great yeah i mean it's a great ending which is really in fitting with the tone of the film and i i thought kind of made it perk up from a 3.5 out of 5 to a 4 for me um (laughs) just like you don't Especially considering it's a studio-released horror film, which probably has no aspirations for a sequel whatsoever, to have an ending like that, even though the that Ramones song at the end was, I mean, yes, Pet Cemetery, but just because it shares the same name, it's probably not the right piece of fucking music to have in your end credits for that ending. <laughs> but yeah. I, I've, I've talked more than enough I liked it uh, what do you guys think Becky what do you think you're a, you're a, you're a Stephen King expert mm-hmm. I, I absolutely fucking loved it would yeah. quite happily go and watch it again now I I adored it I really 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 enjoyed it and I, I like the original but even the most hardcore fan would admit that it's dated um, I liked the changes that they'd made one of the changes that they'd made, I said to you, again, said to you last night, and I, it felt a little bit like unnecessary that they'd made it with um, the stuff about Zelda. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you seemed a little bit less confused about it just, that. It added another layer into the, the reason that she felt the way that she did, which I don't necessarily think it ne- it needed. Um, with obviously adding the guilt into that that she felt about, about Zelda dying. Um, whereas in the in the book and the original, it's just she's traumatized by having been there when it happened. Yeah. Um, changing it from being Gage that dies in the road, um, to being Ellie made sense. To, to be perfectly honest, in the book, it makes sense that it's Gage because he's this. He's this. He's a baby. He's this complete innocent, and you know, you kind of it, it, it's easier to get across the message that he, he never got a chance to have a life, and you know, it's unfair, and that's why he does it. And he's such a sweet little kid, and then they they bring him back, and obviously, then you've got Ellie to use as the conduit for Pascal's messages, etc., etc. And she speaks to her mum, and like that, that is not okay, kind of thing. That makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Like the fact that you've actually got a kid who can actually communicate that shit. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. But for, from a film point of view, they can do more with Ellie coming back. She can be creepier because she can actually fucking talk. Yeah. Um, the bit where she's dancing, I thought was great, where she just she, she starts off all right and then she just becomes more and more manic. I thought that was a really well done bit. And he's just watching it kind of thinking, ah, fuck, what have I done? And the bit where he, he kind of lays in bed with her as well, you can almost see him snap yeah, and go, ah, fucked up. And it's like his brain goes, ah, we're going to have to take a little bit of a holiday here to, go to <laughs> come to terms with what's going on here. Um, so, yeah, th- th- that particular change really made sense. I absolutely fucking loved the mini fake out they did with, um, with Judd. Oh, with the with the with the bit oh, under the bed. Ankle trauma. Yeah. <laughs> with, with so, the what? 
with the with the Achilles tendon bit. So <laughs> yeah, okay. if if you've not read the film, uh, read, the read, film, the film. read the book or watched the film, that is how he gets attacked in both of those. And um, it's oh, it's just fucking horrible. It's even horrible with the bad um, effects from the first film. It just when it slices through, but then obviously you. You've got him walking past anything. Oh God, this is, this is where it's going to happen. This and yeah, then it doesn't. I, I was trying. I, I was trying to look away. I was going. I can look away now. I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't need. You can you can punch a kid in the face. You can fucking do all that. <laughs> I don't need to see an old man's ankle get sliced open. Yeah. No. Um. What else? I thought he was great as Judd. Little girl. Yeah. 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 Um. Again, I think in the same way as the original film, it it fails to really kind of get across how close those two families are. Mm. Um, Essentially in the book, Judd is like a surrogate father figure for Lewis. Um, They become really close. Lewis saves his wife's life. They spend an awful lot of time together. But again, you've got a lot more time in a book to, to set that up. And that is one of the things that Stephen King does really, really well in his books is he he spends a long time before it gets to the nitty gritty really building up these characters and making you actually give a shit about them before he puts them in any real peril so, so that you actually care his what his wife's actually alive in the book is she yeah yeah okay. um norma has i think a heart attack or something and lewis serves a life hmm. um so, yeah, but, I mean, apart from... I, I, I don't feel like they could have really spent an awful lot of time doing that without really affecting the pace of the film. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Overall, really, really loved it. The bit where he's... Oh, the bit in the pet cemetery rather than the onwards pet cemetery where he's trying to kill off Ellie. Yeah. That That's quite... Like where she's like thrashing about oh, so and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of horrible. And then when you get stabbed and she just smiles, like she is creepy. She is really good at being creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, no, I, I didn't, didn't bother with that. To me. <laughs> no, obviously. I was, I, I, I was really hoping you were gonna. Yeah, I was thinking he's gonna stab that kid's face in. And then yeah, he, yeah. You totally think he's just gonna fuck her up. Yeah, and then he, he, he takes way too fucking long with it. Mm. Yeah, he does. But it is his daughter, like so you can bitch. kind of see his, you know, his, his reticence. Mark, Mark can't see the reticence. <laughs> I can't no. see reticence. It literally, he, he has every parental's dream. <laughs> I, fucking, I think that's a bit of a fucking dream. reach, dude. Fair no, it is. So what I'm saying <laughs> what is, you know is, because she's not actually his daughter, is she? No, okay, no, she, she's not, zombie so, daughter. So hang on, you're saying every parent's dream. dream is if you had a zombie daughter, then you'd stove her face in. What I'm meaning is, at every point, a parent looks at their kid and thinks, I wish I could kill you right now. And so, there you go. There is is that. I'm not saying that that you actually are going to kill them. (laughs) I'll be honest. I've never, ever, ever, ever thought... I I can't even say the fucking... I honestly can't even say the words, Mark. That's weird. Oh, dear. We have a teenager. I will preface that with we have a teenager. Oh, right. I'll t- uh, yeah. tell you what, April 10th, <laughs> April 10th, 2029, ask, ask me what I think at that point. <laughs> so, 
I'll cut what I thought of the film uh, on here, yeah? I'm allowed to have you feel, if you, yeah. you know, if you, 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 you want to go away, go, go. It did seem like you were wrapping up. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. The bit where she gets hit by the truck, that's good. Yeah, it was very well done, that. Yeah, actually. it was, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll come in on that. Then. Oh, and I fucking love the cat. Oh, I've got another thing. The cat in the original film yeah. adaptation, he's just there as a bit of a dick. Like, he's a bit of a dick after he comes back from dead, but and then he's just there, but he's just a cat. Yeah. Whereas in the book and in this one, he's like a real character. Like, he's, he's not just a dick in the way that an evil cat would be a dick. He's like, he's there. He's partnered up with Ellie to fuck people up. And it's it, he's more of a character, like he, he, he is in the book. He's a sign of bad shit he about is, to go moment. down. And, he's, and that kid, that cat is a it's a well cast cat. Is that cat? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks evil. Like whatever they've done to make his face wonky as well post accident. That's that's good. Yes. Yeah. Um, you may carry on. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't think I'm quite as into it as either of you two are. To be okay. honest. Um, You're a miserable twat, though, aren't you? Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you for insulting me because I don't agree with you. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought Lithgow was mildly underused. Um, yeah, maybe. He's not in it as, as much as, let's say, uh, Fred, Fred Gwynn Gwyn, uh, was in it in the um, 89 version of the film. Mm. He's also not in it as much as I, as I am led to believe it in the book. Yeah, um, I thought Jason Clark's very, very good. Um, I, it's uh, Amy uh, Sesmets uh, is 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 very good as well. Sesmets, uh, yeah, um, she's very good uh, as well. Although again, don't think she gets an awful lot to do. I think there's an awful lot of people not getting that much to do in this. Wife's not a hugely pivotal character in the book either. Is she not? She's just, yeah. I mean, she is in the sense of the... She has a lot to do with the... In terms of, the Zelda flashbacks. The Zelda flashbacks and things like that. Um, she's absent for, obviously... She goes off to her parents in the book as well, and it's... Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there, was, there was that. I, I'm not going to go over the good bits. Go bits the bit that, that, I, that you guys have covered and agree with, with, with those. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any outright kind of gripes about it, to be honest. Uh, I just... I felt that it was... Its pacing at the start was a little bit off for me. I mm. thought it, it got going, but then it took a little bit too long to get moving. As such, it seemed to coast through, sort of building a little bit, and I, did, I wanted it to kind of start moving on a little bit quicker, which is a minor grumble. But I just, I think just overall, it maybe didn't quite click with me as much, and I think parts of the. Um, the map sort of buried around the woods and everything like that, they felt a little... They felt a little stagey, to be honest. Mm. Oh, that's um, fair. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of... A lot of fucking walking around in something that looked, felt like a set with dry ice on it. As, as uh, soon as they climb that kind of laddery bit out of the initial pet cemetery, the rest of it looks just stage-bound as fuck. Yeah, it, it, it does. And the thing is, in the... 89 version that's not true but the weird thing is the 89 version it literally feels like they have walked worlds um yeah in terms of that the, you know the, the whole fucking um landscape changes texture and everything doesn't it yeah it, it, you know it, they, they climb a fucking mountain they do um and so there's there is that but 
it was yeah i i don't want to be too too sympathetic because I, I did enjoy it i just don't think i was quite as into it as 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 Ian and especially you Bex. but i think you're more pre-programmed to enjoy it because you, you've got a better understanding of it much better understanding of it than, than me which when you have a good adaptation of something that is something you have an, a, a very good understanding of a relationship with i think you're, you're more akin to having a positive uh, reaction to it yeah and i think to be to be perfectly honest it's I, <laughs> In a way, it's difficult to be objective towards the film as a standalone. I don't know how I would feel about that film had I not read the book mm. and watched the original because there's certain gaps that I I don't know whether I'm filling in certain gaps because yeah. of stuff that I know from the book or whether it's actually there anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think if you just take it, like it gets going really quite quickly with this story and then it's... A, they're moving in and then he's at work and then Pascal dies and then the cat dies and then, you know, they, they get hit. And then it, it, there's, it, it seems like there, there maybe isn't enough padding to, mm, well, but then I can pad it. Yeah. I mean, an example, I, I, one of my favourite books if not my favourite book is American Psycho yeah and I can't get on with the film because of how different it is to the book yeah had I not read the book I'd probably love the film but for me it's not yeah when you have a bad adaptation of something you really feel it but it's too different to the book for for me but I'm I'm not saying that but I'm using it as an example of the fact that um there's, um, the, I think when you have a connection to it, you know uh, more about it. You can have a, a different experience. Yeah, I think. yeah, definitely. Um, are we about done on Pet Cemetery? I would think. Yeah. 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 Cool. I don't think the ending was that bleak, really. Oh no, I wouldn't necessarily go with bleak. That's not what I took from it. I, I, I really liked the ending, and I liked that they changed it. Um, again, you know, this is this is what I was saying in the in the run up to it. I like that they made some brave choices and they changed bits of it to make it more suitable for for an adaptation. Yeah. Um, and the ending is one of those things that I like that that bit where they're all fucking walking towards the car. Yeah. And like Ian says, you hear the the just the beep beep of the the car unlocking. It's like oh, you kind of want to you want to see what happens, but also. It's a good um, a good end. Leaves you hanging. Yeah, it, it, it does a little bit, doesn't it? So, um... Yeah. Just te- checking, can you guys hear me? Yes. Now, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Um, I just realised I went for a wee and I turned down the recording volume but I think I accidentally muted my mic, then unmuted without me realising. So you may have heard some splashing, and I apologise. <laughs> That's no problem. We, we we didn't hear splashing. What I'll say that. No, I I, uh, I tried to I tried to aim for like the, the kind of the the around you, the bowl instead of the bowl you, directly. Did you bowl in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like when you try and pee in the night. Um, 
So our, our audience, um, Paul, for this. Uh, so I'm guessing we're all definitely not shit on Pet Cemetery. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good, good, I might, good. I might even. Are you even? You can't get far. Like no, I don't think I am. You can't get far. It, it, it can't. Somewhere between. Is it? That yeah, wow. I, I really loved it. Really no, loved I, it, dude. I think you should save that. I think you should save it. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think you. I think you've expressed that you really, 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 really liked it, but I don't think you've gone it's not Fallout, quite fallout. level. No. no, it's not quite full Fallout. I don't uh, think anything ever will be. Our audience, uh, <laughs> our audience poll, definitely not shit. Fifty-seven percent. Mm. Uh-huh. Touching cloth, fourteen percent, and shit, twenty-nine percent, which oh. surprises me a little bit. Yeah, on that. that makes me sad. But like, I've seen some people. Jordan didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't he say it was like it just came out of pit sh- pet shitter Mary or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary, yeah. Oh. Yeah, John didn't like it. I'd like to. I'd like to um, know the whys of that. The whys, the what's, and the where's. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so that was that was our audience poll. Um, Ian, what have you been watching this week? Okay, so um, yeah, I've watched a few things actually. Um, so. Uh, let me just get my letterbox up because I just realised my phone's upstairs. I'm trying to um, record without my phone being nearby, so I'm not tempted to look at it. Um, I rewatched uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, um, which is now out on 4K, and I bought it on iTunes because I can just stick it on. I can stick it on Lottie's iPad. They've got family sharing, so it kind of helps with that. Um, that film is kind of pretty much just like the best um animated film it's just the best animated film at this point <laughs> i think <laughs> like it, does, does it does it really because that's your second watch third, is it watch. third, third i said you saw it twice in the cinema didn't you yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it, does it, it doesn't lose anything then uh, on rewatches. So fucking good. It just like, and it's also like just what it kind of means for the future as well. Like I fucking love that. I'll, I'll be honest. Like the first time we saw it, Lottie was just like, "Well, he's not Spider Man." It was like, "Well, why is he not Spider Man?" It's like because Spider Man's Spider Man, and I knew what she meant, even though she wasn't mm. saying it. It was like, no. I said, kid, he's fucking Spider-Man, all right? Miles Morales is fucking Spider-Man, you little racist. No, I didn't do that. Um, (laughs) You know, it's just, it's showing people that it's not just Peter Parker. It's, it is, it's the whole Black Panther thing. It's giving uh, kids a hero, but he's also really cool. I think he's a cooler character than Peter fucking Parker, I would yeah. rather see more films about Miles Morales than I would about Peter Parker. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home, but I'd, I'm far more looking forward to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, whatever the fuck that's going to be called. Can't fucking wait. The animation style was fucking amazing. The music yeah. rules. I you know, There's a really good source music, but Daniel Pemberton's score for that film as well is banging. Um... Even the end credit sequence is fucking incredible. Um, there's loads of background visual gags. The action is just the best. I, 
Yeah, I mean, shit, man. If anything, I think Spider Man Into the Spider Verse was number three in my films of the year last year. If anything, probably should be higher. Um, I I will watch it again this year. I mean, shit. Lottie has been just watching it on her iPad. She watched the last twenty minutes in the bath this evening because <laughs> I'm the parent who gives my child the iPad in the bath. Um, oh. But <laughs> it's brave. Uh, no, I mean, it's got a protective cover on it. She, she's been doing it for years. She Skypes my mum in the bath. They have, like, bath time Skype, um, <laughs> which, uh, which is which is fantastic. But, um, yeah, it, it's Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse. Easiest thirteen ninety nine on iTunes I've ever fucking spent. Uh, the Atmos is really nice. The 4K is great. To be honest, the surround activity and whatnot was better than the cinema. It was. Um, I don't... I... We used to have to test the speakers every week when there were dedicated projectionists. I wonder how often speakers get tested in cinemas these days. I'll Not say. very often is what I will say from the, well, from my experience with how bad sometimes they can be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to have to run a, um, it, was a, it was like a film loop, but it was like a Dolby testing loop. It was just like a loop of film, and you just ran it through the projector. It just went over and over and over as you kind of tested the levels and just tested the connections and whatnot. We used to do it once a week. I don't think they do it anymore. And even though I will say on the on the flip side of that, I forgot to mention this last week when talking about Dumbo. So we started watching Dumbo, and the aspect ratio was fucked, fucked. But Ooh. the thing is, we were watching it in 4DX. 4DX, they have someone, they have an usher in the screen all the time. I think basically because the seats are quite high up and you're not allowed to like hot drinks and shit like that. But fair play to that girl. She was a good quality controller. She saw that it looked weird. They paused it and she said straight away, they're just fixing the aspect ratio. And like there was one girl who was like, What's that? And then the play, the attendant just went, you know, the screen looks funny. Yeah? They're fixing that. Oh, okay. But points for aspect ratio, points for caring. Yeah. You know, like, and in my experience, cinema staff aren't fans of films. They're just fans of having a job where they get to work in a cinema that girl, I think, actually must care because straight like within two minutes, because I was about, I was umming and ahhing because Lottie was with me, and I was about to go, Lottie, you're all right if I just go in for a minute, and she wouldn't have been, so I'd have just been sat there in purgatory. But this girl saved me, so <laughs> well done, Cineworld girl. Um, so. Also, I watched Suicide Squad, which I it, it, it's I've fallen into a trap of if something is cheap enough and it's 4K and Atmos, I'll buy it. <laughs> so I now own Suicide Squad. Uh, it was a fiver. Looked good, sounded good. That film feels like it's twenty years old. <laughs> oh. like seriously there's shit like the, the whole Joker Harley relationship 
just watching it even in 2019 eyes, it's like, how did they do that? It, you know, like, he kind of seems to basically hypnotise her so much that she willfully falls into a massive fucking vat of acid for him. I mean, just, it's, what? Um, and, I, I, you know, I think the fact that Birds of Prey is Birds of Prey or the fabulous emancipation, uh, emancipation of one Harley Quinn, it's almost Margot Robbie going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It looks good. The action is all right. I like uh, Captain Boomerang, Joe Courtney. I'm really glad he's back for the next one because he is a treat. Um, but that film is fucking messy. The bad guys are shit. Um, the the general tone of it, I I, I mean, David Ayer, I'm hot, I'm hot and cold on him. I don't hate the guy, um, but it just I don't think it was the right fit. I'm I'm very intrigued to see what James Gunn brings to it. I, I did. Is this I, the one where they had Cara Delevingne as the fucking bad guy? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I I do remember seeing an interview with um, <coughs> David Ayer about it, um, and he has basically said. You know, there's a there's there's the, the, the Suicide Squad movie that I made. I stand by, but I'm not saying that's the Suicide Squad movie I made that got released. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when the person who was asking the question said, "But you know, what's the process? How did you get back to that?" And he went, "No, they gave me a shitload of money Aww. to not talk about it." And he actually said, "I actually got paid more for them to release that version than I got paid to make it." Okay. Really? Oh, that's yeah. kind of sad. Um, and he said, sometimes, he said, sometimes in this business, you kind of just got to shut up and just take the money. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I mean, there's an extended cut on iTunes, which wasn't 4K or Atmos, so I didn't watch it. Um, but to be fair, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I need an extended cut of Suicide Squad. Um, but um, I will say, Jared Leto, I don't think he's great. I think as a one-film experiment, I can be a bit more on board. I mean, when this film came out, it was like, yeah, he's the new Joker, and it's like, oh, fuck me, really? But just for the the scene early on when he's in the club and Margot Robbie's, like, dancing and whatnot, and he invites her in and he's talking to that fucking gangbanger guy... And he's like, my gift for you. And it, it, and then he gestures to her and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, he, and, and he's like, he's gestures to the gangbanger. He's like, he's a real hunker, hunker. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm into that. I'm into hunker, hunker. Um, pretty much everything else around it, maybe not. But I like the whole kind of trying to be a fucking modern day gangster but at the same time almost being like fucking what Jimmy Cagney or something I think that's uh, it's it's a choice and I respect that choice but I'm really glad we probably won't see that choice again He's such a tacky joker, though, isn't he? But I, but I think he's you've never had a tacky joker You've never had one and it's like just to have a tacky fucking gross, greasy joker for one film I, I, yeah, I, yeah. For that, it, 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 it's fine. I, I completely got the reasoning for why they did him as essentially a a gangbanger. Yeah. I, I got I got the idea of it. 
I don't think it worked. Um, I think part of that is, I think he, I think he's wrong. Part partially, I think he's wrong for the actual movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I, I think that Leto just wasn't quite right for it. Um, I, I I think that he's not over the top actor that much. When you go back through the films that he's made, he's no. not actually over the top actor. And I think this tricked thinking a little bit that he was. He was yeah. And he's not. He's actually he's he's actually a very good actor. Yeah. But if you go back, he's not an outlandish performer. Whereas this this required that. And I just I think that maybe I'm on I don't know what he's like as a stage presence for um, thirty seconds to Mars. Yes. Yeah, fuck it, let's go for that. Yes. But yeah, it's uh, I don't much you know he's not he just doesn't seem to fit that character. No. That that particular version of the job. What else are we watching then? But sorry, a couple more. Um, yeah. So uh, review is going to be on Vodzilla at some point. Um, film is on Netflix now. Black Forty Seven. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Black Forty Seven. Uh, so this came out. It was a bit of a hit. It's an Irish production. It was a bit of a hit over there. and did well over here as well, actually. Um, but So it's basically it's set in the time of the potato famine. And it stars um, James Fretchville, who was the, the, the kind of the young lead in Animal Kingdom. And I've seen him in like nothing yes. since. Um, and he plays this Irish guy who's fought for the English and is now back. And basically everything for his family is turned to shit. Some bad shit happens to those around him. And he goes on um, a kind of like, you know, they they called Kill Bill a rip-roaring rampage of revenge. Or at least that's what Tarantino called it. This is like a melancholy rampage of retribution. It's this fucking... He basically goes around killing people who've done his family wrong, but in this almost fucking, like, sorrowful way where it's like he really wants to kill them, but he knows that his life is going to end at some point soon and he kind of needs to make hay while the cloud clouds. It's really (laughs) cloudy, this film. Um, Hugo Weaver... Is it very grey? Oh, I mean, fuck seriously. It's it's not an advertisement for Ireland. <laughs> um, so Hugo Weaving plays a English uh, kind of inspector who's uh, basically been sentenced to death for the kind of unlawful killing of a prisoner, um, and he's assigned to track down this guy. And so he goes off with uh, Freddie Fox, who plays a kind of like a well-to-do uh, young guy in the army, and uh, Barry Keoghan from Dunkirk in We Need to Talk... Uh, no, We Need to Talk About Kevin, The Killing of Sacred Deer, sorry. Um, uh, and they uh, essentially go to track him down. And it's this really interesting piece of genre filmmaking, which is violent and has some action in it, but it's also very much about how the famine really fucked Ireland over. But it doesn't, and how the English are shit. I mean, considering everything that's happening in the world at the moment, if you 
if you are just wanting some fucking wallowing in, we are fucking awful people, Black 47 is the film for you. Um, uh, but it, it doesn't smack you over the head with this stuff. It knows that you want the action and you want the violence and you want the gnarly imagery. Um, and it's not being Michael Haneke. It's not saying how dare you watch this. It, it knows... It knows what the audience wants, but is trying to make a serious point as well. Jim Broadbend is in it uh, with uh, actually more of the film than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was literally going to be a one-scene cameo, and he's in it a fair bit in the back half. Um, and he's fucking despicable. Um, and Stephen Rear as well plays this uh, kind of like drunk storyteller who almost comes along for the ride with Hugo Weaving and company. It's a really interesting piece of work, actually. Um, and... The director, I want to say his name's James Daly. I, I don't recognise anything he's done, but it, it, this was a Lance good... Daly. Sorry? Lance Daly. Lance Daly, sorry. Apologies. Yeah. I got half right. of it right. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... It's an interesting piece of work. It's a good... I watched it on a Monday night, and it was like, yeah, Monday night Netflix, you know bit of genre to kind of kick back with but at the same time has some stuff to kind of make you empathize i yeah it, it it's a good it, it's a good film it's not a good time necessarily but it's good and i recommend it so that's black 47 what i will say is i've actually seen two of his other films really yeah i've seen the good doctor uh which is not great but is actually quite interesting mm. um I've also seen uh, The Halo Effect, which is actually a really quite a good film. Oh, there you go. Yeah, check it out. It's, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think we'll, we'll give that a go, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and last one for me. Um, so Criterion Channel, first watch Detour, mentioned it earlier on. Um, yeah, this is a good film. Uh, it's like 70 minutes long, which is amazing. Um, basically... A guy has a girlfriend, she's a singer, she moves to LA, he's in New York, he basically kicks up a fuss about her moving and then regrets it, so he says, right, I'm coming. Uh, Hitchhikes across the US, he's in Arizona, Um, a guy picks him up, guy's quite well to do, has a lot of money, Um, and then he, the guy just kind of like dies, Uh, they're, they're driving and he just seems to die of natural causes. Um, but the hitchhiker guy, he's kind of paranoid and he's thinking, well, they're going to think I did it. So, so how do I hide this? Well, I can't, I can't just like hide the body because they'll find the body and uh, people have seen me with him and they'll be able to ID me. So I kind of look like him. I'm similar build. I know. I, yeah, I'll, I'll take his clothes. I'll, 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 I'll pretend to be him until I get to LA and then I'll dump the car and and then just pretend that nothing ever happened. But then he picks up a hitchhiker who, it turns out, the dead guy also picked up earlier on and kicked her out of the car because she was causing trouble. So now you've got this woman who knows that this guy is not the guy he's claiming to be and this guy, paranoid about what the fuck's going to happen, and then it starts this kind of like blackmail game 
uh, where she's trying to get him to do things and he's got this moral compass and he's trying to get to his girl, but at the same time, she's got him by the short and curlies. And it, I, I don't know, it was really fucking interesting. And it did this thing, which I've never seen before. So it's kind of like a film noir. There's an awful lot of voiceover about kind of what, what happens. It's like we talked for hours and she was spitting feathers, but then I... Uh, I, I, we got had some drinks and things got loose and blah blah blah. And while he's saying all this stuff, visually, you're seeing them kind of like silent movie acting. All these like emotions happening that he's describing. So it's like there's a passage of time, but on screen you're seeing them kind of go through all the emotions in the space of thirty seconds while he's talking about them have like their conversation and I've never I don't think I've ever seen that before it's a weird conceptual idea but it kind of makes sense when you're watching it does that make sense yes Uh, yeah I I just like it really it was a really interesting directorial choice Um, but yeah it's it's tense and you don't really ever know where the fuck it's going and it ends strong as well so yeah detour um it's on the Criterion channel. I think it's Criterion Collection released physically as well. I recommend it, and I am done. Cool. Um, I've got a few more news. I'll let you start rattling through the... What is it, what's it you want? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll do. let you um, take a couple, and then we'll do a couple together, and I'll do mine. Go. Go. Okay, so we watched... We'll do our rewatch first. We rewatched The Guest, didn't we? We did rewatch The um, Guest, yes. Not nice. an awful... Yeah, not an awful lot to say about it that's not already been said it's it's fantastic and I, I feel like it it probably actually gets better on rewatch yeah, yeah one thing I was struck by was how quickly you go oh this is this is really really good this is like next level genre filmmaking it's like it's like a treat of a film to watch because it's that good it's like you're kind of watching it and you go you feel satiated after because it's just that good. Yeah. You feel all full up on good movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> Everybody is is ticking on in wonderful form. Yeah. And literally, it is the moment where um, he comes out of the shower room. Oh my word! Um, it literally is. It's a moment where Dan Stevens arrives. He there's a lot of moments in that film of Dan Stevens arriving, and you're going, okay, yes, you're cool as fuck. We love it. Keep doing it. Just keep doing it. There's that moment when he comes out of the shower. That's a fucking thirsty moment. It is a thirsty moment. It is deeply thirsty. (laughs) Um, You get the impression that if Dan Stevens just had like a one grade better agent, he would be one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. I I, I think if Dan Stevens, even if he just wanted to, I think he would be. I think he's happy just kind of like... Just humming along under the radar a little bit. Fucking half smile thing he does as well. He is charismatic as fuck. Yeah, and then the the great moment where he gets to the party at first and she says, Oh, we need to get the cakes and he goes, I'll do it. Oh, and then walks him, him yeah. holding on to the cakes and they're all kind of looking at him. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, Yeah, he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, but he, everything he does, he does with a playful manner. It's the way he cycles the, between Yeah. Smiling and, and super charming, sweet Dan Stevens to like 
when no one's looking at him and he'll, it, his face, the set of his face just changes. It's not even something hugely obvious, but he just looks like it's many. It's ridiculously good performance. Yeah. I, I genuinely think that that, that year, it, it, it's, you know when you get those weird little nominations for things in acting performances? Yeah. Like, um, Ryan Gosling getting nominated for Half Nelson came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um, I think he should have been nominated for how good he is in this. A great moment is at the end when the kids fucking killed him and he just gives him a thumbs up. I just say, <laughs> don't worry about it. You did the right fucking thing. <laughs> Even when he's dying, he's cool as fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so another one that we watched. Um, we watched the that unicorn store we did watch thing. unicorn oh, store shit. Didn't we? did we watch the whole thing we yeah. did watch the whole thing yeah. i watched the first 15 minutes and went nah <laughs> like i didn't hate it i didn't hate it either no it's um like she's a, she's an indulged entitled dickhead i didn't I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to hate her fully for it. That's it. She's not... Um... Does she need to fucking grow up? Yeah, she does. But, like, she's not really hurting anybody, is she? No, that that's it. She's... Um, it, and I, I think the character is... It's, she's supposed to be self-indulgent. She's supposed to be yeah. so wrapped in her own world. But the problem is the world that she wants to live in is a, a an adult world she wants she wants to be an artist and that's quite it to be an artist and to do and things like that you have to have a very a, a pretentious and adult sensibility mm. and she doesn't she essentially is quite childish um and that kind of comes across within the movie she kind of realizes Actually, maybe my art is a little bit shit because it is really quite childish. Yeah. But it's my art. And that's fine. The weird thing is, the best bit of art she does in the entire thing is the first bit she does. Yeah. It's actually quite good. Yeah. yeah the, um, one, the, the one where the gallery people are like, nah. Yeah. 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 That yeah that, good. That's good. Everything else she does in the rest of it is, is shit, pretty much. Gives a bit of shade on the art world with the stick in a box thing as well, doesn't it? It does, yeah. But it's also the problem is with the film is it's it it it, it teeters on being too smug at points, but it also as well manages to be quite playful at yeah. points. And I think as a, the weird thing is, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I enjoyed my time with it. I will never watch it again. However, whatever Brie Larson does as a director next, I will see. All yeah. right, that makes me think I should watch it. Um, not because I thought it was good, but because it's interesting. You have more of a, a tolerance for whimsy than Mark usually does as well, Ian. I, I think do, you've probably... don't I? Yeah. Yeah, um, and the, the thing is, there's some really, really good um, rounded performances. Uh, Mama Duhati uh, is... He's really good in it. He, that's what saves it for me. Is he, he the one who fantastic. plays the guy? Do they kind of like the parents try and hook him up, her up with it? No, 
no, no, um, yeah, no he, 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 he he's not the Depot or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, did you get the bit where she, where she yeah, which goes to uh, no, she goes to like essentially like juices. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a hardware store. Yeah, um, but he he works there. He, he, did he, you get to that bit, Ian? Uh, no, uh, he not Yeah, um, he's also in um, shorts as well. Um, okay, but yeah, he's 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 really good in it. And Samuel Jackson's very good in it. In fish doing Samuel Jackson, or uh, when he comes to do this movie for me, Sam, go on. Because I'm having loads of fun on Captain Marvel, aren't we? Come do this, and he's gone. Yeah, bring it, why not? Um, and then he's turned <laughs> up and gone. You get to wear this wig, and you get to do all this, wear all these different outfits, and he's gone. I like this. <laughs> and just just gone for it, and that's that's really cool. I, yeah, it's the heart of the film though is the is is Virgil, yeah, and Virgil and her relationship. But mainly, it's him. It hinges on him really. Yeah, he's likable. I, I I went into it hoping to like it, as I go into every movie hoping to like, uh, but thinking expecting not to. Ah, is yeah. this is this just gonna not be my movie? Yeah. Uh, because really, I actually really quite like Brie Larson, um, and let's say as a as a director, I think there's a, there's definitely enough there for me to go right. Yeah, and whatever you're gonna do next, it might be shit, and I might hate it. But <laughs> I'll give it a go. I'm gonna give it a go because <laughs> that was at least interesting. Yeah. It yeah. never goes over the top of anything too much. Out of the three of us, though, the person that I expected to like it. Is the person who couldn't get through quarter of an hour of it? Yeah, which surprises me. I, maybe I just wasn't in the mood. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it. Something I don't know. Um, I should give it another go, shouldn't I? Eh? It's, it is only it is only ninety minutes long. Yeah, so. it's not long. Uh, yeah, yeah. On, okay, what, I, what, I, I will. I will. I will. I, I'll, I'll do one of the ones that I watched on my own. I can flash it out quite quickly there. Um, I watched one of Ian's most hated movies. Uh, Sabotage? Fuck you. <laughs> that's a great movie, and I still maintain that's a great movie. Right, I tell you what, I tell you what. End for end of the year, by... I think fucking December, we should just get drunk and just do a fucking Sabotage commentary. I I am very for that. I'm down for that. I am very for that. I mean, for, it, pa- it will, for patrons. It, yeah, it will literally be an hour and 45 minutes of you two going, it's shit, Mark, and me going, it's not. It's not. Sabotage, that's the one where they steal the money and they know exactly how much money they've stolen despite the fact that it's all burnt, right? Yes, that's, right. that's, okay. that's, that's, that's <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that one. Okay. I really like that movie. <laughs> I, I like the fact. Just, just quickly, are you on the IMDb page? Yeah. Right? Just read out some of the character names. Uh, we've got John Breacher Wharton. No, just, 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 just need to do the nicknames. Don't do the full names. Okay, Breacher. Yeah. Go on, do it. Monster. What? Monster. Yeah, do it one. Sugar. Do it one. Grinder. See, fantastic. Neck. Neck. Is sugar, these... sugar a woman? Yeah, it's Mariana. No, Sugar is Terence Howard. Is it Terence Howard? Well, yeah, that sounds really a little bit right, Howard. Fine, that sounds fine. quite Terence Howard, actually, yeah. Neck is Josh Holloway. Yeah. It, 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 Tripod. Tripod. <laughs> Who's yeah. that? <laughs> have you noticed? Have you noticed? Every character Kevin name, Hans. every character name sounds literally, including Grinder, like all of the names they came up with when they were deciding what to call Grinder. 
Neck. Maybe yeah, neck. Yeah. That works. Breacher. Breacher. That, that works. works. Sugar. That works. They all work as alternative names for grinder. Pyro. Mm. Well, that that one maybe not as much. You've been thinking about that far, <laughs> far too much. <laughs> yeah, I watched one of Ian's most hated movies. Um, what? 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 I watched Grown Ups. Because literally I sat down and went, what's on Sky fucking comedy while I was having breakfast? How many times have you watched Grown Ups? More times than I should have. There are yeah. so many films in the world. But I literally, I thought... Why don't you watch, watch Popstar again? How many times have you watched Popstar? Not enough, actually. No, but my, my reasoning for this was I didn't think I was going to be able to watch a whole film. I thought I'm going to catch 40 minutes of a film. Yeah. And then, 40 minutes of Grown Ups, Mark. I watched all of it. Uh, so yeah, fuck. So I, I watched Grown Ups again. Do you know what? Is that, is, that, is, is I'm sorry. Is that the one where they have a KFC bargain bucket out in the fucking forest, even though they're yeah, in the middle of nowhere? Not even, no, they, they take it with them uh, to a little island. Yes, oh, that they have to go to. I don't God. think I've seen it. Grown Ups. Yeah. Well, give I'm it. I'm not sad. Give it. Give it about 14 months, and I'll be due a rewatch. Oh. I don't think it's even going to be that long. Um, Go on, Bex Wells. We watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We did indeed watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, it was the most excellent. I just can't now. <laughs> what, is it Bill and Ted or Grown Ups that you? I fucking, I'm just going to see how Brexit's going. All right, you talk. I just need to fucking depress myself some more. No, go on, go on. You, I, I just, I, Grown Ups, like, no. But Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Ian. Yeah, I know. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is brilliant. And I, I, I respect you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's... I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I... Do you know what? This is so much fun. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is so much fun. Can I come take something controversial? No. Okay. Oh, God. No, no, no. Actually, no, you can't say anything. I, I've always preferred... Bogus journey. journey. Actually, to be fair, I've always preferred yeah, Bogus Journey. Probably. Yeah, so we're going to watch Bogus Journey this week, aren't we? <gasps> Are we? Yeah. That's so exciting. Uh, I'm going to try to do the, another one that we've done, and That's I'll it. do. Uh, right, we get no, no, it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I haven't letterboxed that one. Oh well, fuck you. So, I've got one more after this. We watched uh, we watched Jigsaw, which is another one of those films that I went. I've not seen this before. Yeah, and I had. Yeah. Um. No, it's not typed in as Jogsaw. Jogsaw. Um, yeah, Jigsaw. Um, I, quite, I really quite like this. It feels like a little, little bit of a return to the earlier films in the... It's a bit grimier. Yeah. It's very grimy. I like the little twist at the end as well. It's the twist that you literally see a mile off. Oh, well, I didn't, because I don't look for him. I don't look for him, but yeah, you literally do. that looks like a sign that smacked you in the face. Jerkin? Yeah. Um... But I, no, I, I, it's yeah. You had seen it, hadn't you? Yeah. Did you go to the cinema to see it? Don't think so. No, right. We reviewed it on the show, didn't we? Yes. And we we kind of we we didn't hate it, but we thought it was a bit shit. Mm. Right. I think it was what we said. We said it's a bit shit, but it was fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm still there. Yeah. It's I a mean, bit shit, it, but it's fine. It's not a classic of the genre by any stretch of the imagination, but it's. It's got some decent... It's a fun horror movie. And it's got some decent shots in it. It's got some yeah. decent imagery. Some good kills. It's got some decent kills. 
bit with the man that gets flayed in the blender's good. I don't really like that. That was a poor kill. Oh, well, I'm actually dying, but like the, the, the floppiness of his body well, afterwards is good. Yeah, not like that. <laughs> and it's got an attractive redhead, so I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Ticks that box. Ticks that um, box. Yes. Uh, I watched the uh, 21 Years uh, the Richard Linklater documentary. All right. Well, what's this now? Uh, ooh, 21 Years uh, Richard Linklater documentary. It's on Prime. Did I is this watch about that? the making of Boyhood? Or? No, no. Oh, okay. No. It's just about the first 21 years of Richard Linklater's career. Oh, fair dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've got like, um, it's. Is it has it got forty five minutes on the bad news bears? It doesn't, <laughs> but actually, so it doesn't. It's it, it's not formulaic. It has like animation bits in it. So you've got your usual sort of talking heads, but they're you know the talking heads are people like Matthew McConaughey and Ethan Hawke and Jack Black and Julie Delpy and um, Zach Efron, Parker Posey. Um, and what they're how uh, Michael Dunaway and Tara Wood, the directors and writers, do it is when they're talking. So when Jack Black's talking about the bits that he was doing with School of Rock and things like that, there's little animations of Jack Black and um, and Richard Linklater. Yeah. And Jack Black's doing all this stuff, and they're just talking about it, and it's done like that. And rather than going through and focusing on each film, like blah 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 blah, they just tend to focus on certain films. And they'll go like that, but it's not done like chronological. It just, oh, Keanu Reeves does it as well. And they're yeah. just kind of like flitting around and sort of just talking about their experiences of working with Richard Linklater. That's um, really interesting. Yeah, it's on, I'm sure it was on Prime I watched it. Is the Tarantino one on there as well? I don't know. Because they've done the same format, but Tarantino, if you IMDb, 21 years. Oh, cool. I might add on to that. Um, yeah, but it's, it's done like that. But the weird thing is they don't focus on the... They focus on, like, um, Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Uh, slackers. But then they talk about School Rock quite a bit uh, but they talk about like Newton Boys and Bad News Bears and Billy Bob Thornton's in it uh, and Billy Bob Thornton's talking at one point about uh, it's, it's a great little moment he's talking about a kind of darkling and talking about how the fact that Richard Linklater bounces around through different sort of genres yeah. uh, etc and he goes you know Sky Darkly you know who would have come up with that you know at the same time as we're doing you know School of Rock and Bad News Bears and he comes up with this kind of dark you know as all this who comes up with this and then he remembers he goes actually isn't it based on a book or something and he's asking the people who are asking him <laughs> and they go yeah it's based on a um, a book by um, Philip K. Dick and Billy Bob thought then as the talking head goes goes <laughs> he said dick <laughs> <laughs> And it's just a wonderful moment. <laughs> Billy Bob thought had just been amused by the fact that somebody says the word dick <laughs> Oh, um, Zach Efron is cause it's, it's made in 2014, so it's it's Zach Efron just before he became Zach Efron. Zac Efron. Uh, but he just where he just sat by by his pool at his house or somewhere. Um, but he's wearing a uh, Return of the Jedi T-shirt, and it's just really quite cool. Nicky Cat for some reason is sat next to a lake, and he's wearing a pair of um, boots. A, he's like a Stetson hat, massive sunglasses, and has turn-ups that I swear to God come to his fucking knee. Um, and he's sat there just talking about the fact that he's such a dick in this movie, and it's probably because he's kind of a dick in real life. <laughs> and, then, and then it cuts to Anthony Rapp saying, you know, 
He's kind of a dick, yeah. But he's really he's a nice guy. But yeah, he can be kind of a dick. <laughs> I feel like I probably haven't seen enough of his film. Yeah, um, and McConaughey is very McConaughey in it. But it's a, it's it, it, if you're a fan of Linklater's works, it's a really good watch. Um, and the talking heads are really, really interesting in the way that they're talking about. You know, they don't just talk about working with him. They talk about him as a filmmaker and. Um, you know, that Kevin Smith's also in there, etc. And it's yeah, I, I I really, really quite enjoyed it. Um I know Richard Linklater made um there's another documentary made about him in uh, Dreamy's Destiny, I think. Um which was made a couple of years later. Um after Boyhood. Um, yeah. Whereas this is made around the same time as Boyhood, because everybody keeps referring to it as the twelve year project, which was its original name. Right. Um but yeah, they also like to do a big section on burning and things like that. So it's quite, it's quite interesting. That's but yeah, really it, it's it, it's a, it's it's a definite recommend. Yeah. If, if you're into the films of Richard Linklater, if you're not, then you you, you probably won't like it. What, what was it called again? Uh, Twenty One Years. Twenty One Years. Okay. Yeah. It is on Prime. I've just checked. It is on Prime. Yeah, it's, it's only about like an hour and a half long as well. But it's 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 a definite. I had I had a really good time with it. Cool. Yeah. Um, right, so that's 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 what we've been watching. So we do have some Twitter questions. Twitter. So I'll just get to these puppies just a bit now. So just <laughs> go there. Um, so first of all, the question that I put out to our Twitter our Twitter audience is our question for you is what's your earliest cinema experience and you can remember not just the film but the whole experience so I don't want to know the people I don't want to know what the film was that you remember I wanted to know the how it actually how you felt from going there do you remember snack the actual place and things like that um, so John McGrath uh, at John McGrath like many of our the 80s Jurassic Park is uh, in the cinema at the moment when the raptor jumps and almost bites the girl's legs uh, bought it out of my seat uh, that was when I was six being hooked ever since and yeah I think for you know for kids born like the that's how the 80s mid 80s yeah it was like a, that was a big what is it well, I remember going to see that in the cinema not my earliest cinema experience no. but I do I do certainly remember that that experience of going to see that film um, Rick Kidd at Rick J Kidd uh, I remember seven-year-old me being terrified during Temple of Doom at the sacrifice scene when the guy has his heart ripped out. Uh, after the film, I threw a tantrum because my mum wouldn't let me see the other film showing. Uh, it was The Killing Field, so she was probably right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she was right. Absolutely, oh, yes. Shit, that's fantastic. Um, Ethan M. Barr, Ethan Barr 2, uh, <laughs> Killing Fields, fucking hell, do you imagine that? Do you imagine if she'd, imagine if, if, if she'd related and gone, fine, fine. I will just do it just car. to teach him a lesson. Yeah, Shit, fine. if Lottie did that, I'd be like, yeah, all right then, kid. Yeah, it's fucking Killing Fields. That's a fucking bleak movie, that. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, it's so bleak. So bleak. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Bean, the movie was my first cinema trip. Remember uh, little from inside, but do remember leaving the dark after a bright sunny day. Um, Bradley Potter. Uh, I was two or three and was so scared by the courtroom ghost in Ghostbusters 2, we had to leave the cinema. Oh. <laughs> uh, pussy. <laughs> You're horrible. 
I'm sorry, I'm going to call... No, no, I'm not going to call bullshit. If it's two or three and your parents say you to see Ghostbusters 2... Um, that's <laughs> even though then again his parents are fucking cinephiles but they also sound like psychopaths so <laughs> to be fair I, 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 I read a second yeah I read a second about three yeah, yeah. Um, ex-rental uh, Paul Llewellyn uh, Return of the Jedi in the studios Bristol first memory is seeing a huge standee for Tootsie I, I couldn't believe <laughs> my sister went to the toilet mid-film missing um, three of his story also Seemed weirded that Smokers sat on the right hand side. Wow. Yeah, hey, it's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. Smoking in the cinema. Yeah. 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 Your first cinema experience to seeing a standee for Tootsie. Tootsie, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. Uh, so, Bex, your first cinema experience that you remember? Can't remember which came first. Um, I think probably The Land Before Time, so I'd have been five. Yeah. Just sobbing. Just wow. that fucking montage after he's lost his mum and he sees the cloud in the shape of his mum and he's sitting in a footprint and he cries and his friends are mean to him because he's sad because he's lost his mum. Heartbreaking. And, yeah, I, I remember. And now in hindsight, I think my mum must have been so embarrassed by me because I was properly, like, sobbing, like, can't breathe properly sobbing. Oh, I know. It was really sad. It's a genuine awe of that. Um. The other one was when I went to see Lady and the Tramp. It was back in cinemas for whatever reason. So I, I they, 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 they did this yeah. um, just before they were going to release something. What 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 Walt Disney used to do at the time uh, was they used to release, for instance, like a Lady and the Tramp or Jungle Book on VHS, but they used to release it for limited times only, so they could charge more for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know whether that was before or after Lady and the Tramp, but I remember it might auntie took me and none of my family members are listening to this so i can say she was horrible to my mother and she made my mother cry and i sat there and seethed throughout the whole fucking film because my auntie had made my mum cry because my mum had been late to drop me off bitch yeah yeah i know i know which i know i know which auntie yeah looks a little bit like cruella de vil but fat yeah uh ian what's yours yeah, funnily enough, my, my first actual exp- remembrance of a cinema experience is a re-release of Peter Pan. Like, yeah. exactly like what Mark was just describing there. Um, like, first time being in a cinema is that. Um, my, like, formative experience of cinema would be uh, the Westway Cinema in Froome, Somerset. The queue going all the way up the fucking building for Bryant Levant's The Flintstones. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> um, mine, I, I have a couple. Go on. I'm pretty sure that... I know the one of those, yeah, The Masters of the Universe... Um, <sighs> Comes first. And I remember going to see that uh, at the cinema. And I must have been like five, maybe. Post-credit scene used to fucking terrify me. I had nightmares about it. Sorry, continue. Yes. But yeah, but I remember doing that because I was a huge He-Man fan and just really fucking, just, just really enjoying seeing it. Yeah. But I also remember thinking, this isn't the cartoon. It's really different, but still really really liking it. Uh, and devoted my first crush on uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah. 
and then came Ace Ventura, and then came. You had a crush on Ace Ventura. Hang on, how wasn't your first crush the Dancing in the Dark video? Uh, because I didn't see that until after. What is it? Right, I know. I I kind of imagine you fucking like literally being birthed to the sounds of Springsteen's. So. Yeah, literally being on vinyl. Yeah, li- 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 literally will have done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Heavily rotated. I imagine in my house. you just sat in the middle of the living room, gloves of Springsteen records spread around. You just with changing them on record player. To to give an example um, of that, of how true that is, um, I once. Um, when I, when I, used to, I think you were adorable as a child. I was, still am. Um, <laughs> I remember turning up at work once and we had a new guy starting. Uh, and the new guy who started used to be my neighbour. Um, and him, then we were sort of going, fucking hell, you know, that, that, that. I hadn't spoke to him that much while he was my neighbour. But he did say the one thing that he remembers most about uh, living next door to us was the bellowing noise of Bruce Springsteen <laughs> pretty much all weekend. On the thunk, thunk, thunk of you playing Wally against the bloody back wall of your house. It was the other side, actually. I, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, I have an aim which I think might fill Jordan with dread. <laughs> So, I kind of want to... So, Jordan's wedding is on a Friday. And it is indeed. we're all going to be in Carlisle on the, the Thursday, by the sounds of it. Yes, we are. I literally want to be drunk from... Starting from when I meet Noel in Manchester on the Thursday to the very end of Jordan's wedding on the Friday night. I think that's... that that that's... Steady buzz drunk or, like, drunk? Like, the thing is, I'll never be in Carlisle ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is both chilling <laughs> and exciting at the same time. Time. Oh, you've never been to You don't know what you're saying. It's, it's like lovely. No, I'm saying you can say that. Yeah. It's like, can we, can we strategically do this so that we are drunk the entire time, but never I, too drunk. But like, I really don't want to ruin my Hugo Boss suit. That suit right. means a lot to me. I, I, I think we can do this. It's... How are we going to tackle the whole going to sleep and waking up situation? You go to sleep fairly merry, and then you wake up, and then and just continue. Just start drinking. Okay. I, I, okay. I think I think that's it. I think if you session the living fuck out of it, basically what we did at Eden's wedding. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where we literally got lost. And took us 45 minutes to walk about five minutes home and then got up the next morning to go for breakfast and went, the only way we're getting through this day is if we start drinking now. Because yeah. we were a little bit hanging. Couldn't have told. <laughs> Couldn't have told. No, we were, we, we, yeah. Nah, we got, we, got, really we, got, we got some photos of you guys in our fucking album. And uh, actually, I'll tell you what, let me fucking, right, uh, bit of a tangent. You guys got time at all? If, if not, it's all good. Yeah, we've got time. Right. Hang about. What's your fucking FaceTime bloody thing in the jig? FaceTime? Yeah. 
Like, what's your, what's your email, dude? For it. Uh, hotmail.co.uk. There you go, people. You know my email now. You can send me whatever you want. Oh, shit, yeah, no, sorry, my bad. My old, That's yeah, not bad. Right, okay. Uh, so. What's that? How can I do audio? What's that shit? Right. Actually, hang on. Why did I just do that? I can fucking video when you're on Skype. Oh, well, that was silly, wasn't it? Um. It's just, I want to show you guys the photos we've got from the wedding, which will prove. Can you see me? Just got a second ago, but you've gone now. Oh, hang on. Hi? Yes, can see you. It's right. quite dark, but I can see you. Yeah, okay, I'm going to turn the lights on. You podcast in the dark. <laughs> I, I'm not fucking podcasting in the dark. I've got that light on. Fair enough. <laughs> There we go. This is great radio. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, right, okay. Where's the fucking thing in the jig? Um, oh, no. Where's the fucking so I'll, thing? I'll continue going over mine while Ian finds his thing in the jig. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I'm going to take the headphones off for a sec. Yeah, the, the other one uh, was um, we got a. We actually went, when they opened the view, the view that we, we, myself and you, Rebecca, go to frequently. When they opened the view, Rebecca, yes, uh, they actually did like a little, a little tour for like school kids to go to. But it wasn't actually a tour. They literally sat us in and went, "This is a cinema screen," and then spoke about like the wonder of the view, uh, which was great. Uh, yeah, it was was what was Warner Cinema there, Warner. Um, and then um, when we left there. My parents actually came to meet me, and we went and watched um, the Last Crusade. In enjoyed the Last Crusade there, Aww. so I remember that as well. That was like eighty nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that cinema's been there thirty years. I've been going to that cinema for thirty years. That's crazy. And I've been a lot. <laughs> I feel like they've probably not done much to it since it opened either. Like it's still no, looks the same. It's still got the same interior decor. That weird. They've the, changed the sign from the WB one. Yeah, because it went to Warner, to Warner Village, to yeah. something else, and then it went to View. So there was that. You can't hear what we're saying. We're calling him all sorts of horrible names. We're not, though. We're not. I can assure him that we're not calling him horrible names. Right, Mark, you look like the most miserable fucking bastard in this <laughs> fucking photo, right? I don't know. Right. Um... Where am I? Can you see my finger? I do look miserable, don't I? Right. And you're next to my dad, who's just looking <laughs> like he's having the fucking time of his life, God rest his soul. <laughs> Look at how fucking miserable you are in the group photo. <laughs> I look like the miserable bastard in The Shining. <laughs> my word. Even though then again, right? Fucking have a look at this shit. Look how fucking miserable my dad looks pictured with my, uh, like, the my mum's not next to him, but he is not happy there. No, he's not. He's like, one of my great abiding memories of your wedding, because it was a wonderful day and it was fantastic, is you shouting for, where's my sister? I can't find my sister. Where's my sister? And she was literally sat in front of you going, Ian, Ian, Ian. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's how we do. <laughs> oh, oh, that was glorious. Yeah, it was good times. It was good times. So yeah, I, I think, uh, John, I think that John and you, I know we know you're listening to this. I think we can do this. 
I think we can we can maintain full buzz. So I think we can. I think we can. What we're going to call it? We're going to call it. Cause it's not be full cat bus, is it? Is it? No, because cat bus. Cat bus is the level. So for the uninitiated, we measure my levels of drunkenness by Ghibli characters. So full cat bus has happened quite a few times in our experience. Yes. Um, I think it's fair to say, but. The thing is, I don't want to say it's Porco Rosso either, because I, I I think that's a more fucking sustainable, like, short-term session drunk. What would you do for, like, a two-day, but not fucking... Uh, I mean, it's, almost, it, it's almost Mononoke. I think it's Mononoke. I think it is Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not Ponyo. Ponyo's too soft. We can't we can't in order of Jordan go sort of full first night Jordan either for two we, days. We can't we'll we can't we, 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 no, we, we can't first night Jordan either because Jordan's not with us. Because so. no. Uh, no, I mean like first night Jordan is a glorious thing. Uh, is a very is very a special thing. <laughs> I just realised my video's still on. You probably don't need to see that anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though the green light's still on, is that just because FaceTime's still on? No, it's not. Yes. FaceTime's not on anymore. Why are you recording? Oh, you stopped recording now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <sighs> Shit. But Mononoke, I don't feel that's right either. We, we have got some questions. I think no. I think it could be Totoro. Sorry, I just want to say I think it could be Totoro. It could be Totoro. Basically, yeah. I'm just gonna be fucking. Chill, slightly sleepy, but with occasional moments of I'm a fucking call over a cat bus, or every now and then I'm gonna go. <laughs> every now and then I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna run up to someone and just go, Geo Store! <laughs> <laughs> and this is gonna be a good time. Um, <laughs> So Jordan actually is actually our first question. Um, well, not Jordan is not our first question. He's asked our first question. <laughs> Jordan, um, Jordan is a question. Jordan McGrath. Uh, question number one. What's your go-to meal to cook from scratch? From scratch? A, ri- a, a really nice steak. I can cook the fuck out of a ribeye. Like, the fuck. I mean, if we're talking raw ingredients... I can do it. I can. I can do a decent lasagna. Yeah, good. I've never done lasagna. Well, to be fair, I like making your chicken fried rice comfort special. Yep. Uh, I like making a pork roast. Yeah, that's good. You're digging the rice balls at the moment, are you? Rice balls. Yeah, always good. Meat, say, some kind of seasoning. Yeah, halloumi rice. Um, I, 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 chili tends to be a, a big go to one yeah. for me, doesn't it? That chorizo and pancetta, tomato chickpea situation. Yeah. I like making that. We, we, we should do a film bastards cookbook. We should. Yeah. Food yeah. bastards. Food bastards. Um, yeah, so yeah, we, 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 I think we all quite enjoy cooking, don't we? Um, Bacon wise, it's, it's cookies. Uh, number two, uh, last time a film's style surprised you. Mm. 
for the actual, I think, Maldi, the style and actual film um, itself. I know it sounds really lazy, but Detour, that I talked about earlier on, like that. Well, yeah, you literally, you've just said a minute ago that the style literally surprised you. So, yeah. 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 I would say, in terms of style, for how interesting, um, not too long ago, only a, a couple of months ago, when I saw um, Spider Man and Spider Verse. Yeah. You haven't seen it? No, I don't know if I remember you saying that. <laughs> I don't agree. I thought it was like, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, no. no, but yeah, that that was, uh, yeah, that I was, I was blown away by how, how different that was. Now someone was doing something so different with with a, a particular style of filmmaking. I've not really got on for this. I'll have to have a more. It was the question from, by the way, you didn't. John. Oh, was it from John? What was it? Uh, Rick Kidd at Rick J. Kidd. Are there any film genres that you should probably have seen at least one film in, but you haven't seen any? For me, Bollywood. It's Bollywood. Well, he's actually said it's Bollywood. So have you never seen, never seen a Bollywood? Bollywood. Have you seen a Bollywood? Yeah. I've seen a Bollywood. We watched a Bollywood, haven't we? We've watched a couple, haven't we? Yeah, it's confusing. It is confusing. Uh, based on last week's um, question from, from Brad, I'm going to go Merchant and Ivory. Because I've never seen any of them. Fair enough. Um, and we still won't until Remains of the Day gets picked. <laughs> snuff film genres? I don't think snuff films count as a genre. Fine. Um, I don't know. What genre do I not watch, Beck? You know me well. Um, I know you that well. Yay. I'll be clear you don't. I don't know. I can't yeah, think. Of... We kind of just tend to. Uh, yeah. Whatever, don't we? Yeah. I haven't watched enough silent films. There we go. Well, there you go. Well, I, we, we, we will get on that. I don't think I've watched enough silent films. But I have watched some, but probably. I've watched. Not. I don't think I've watched any. Uh, I've not watched. Uh, I have not watched any of the Medea films. It's not a genre. I'm counting it as a oh, genre. Shit. And I like Tyler Perry, so I'm going to watch a Medea film. Well, I mean, we should do the Boo films, dude. We should do the Boo films. Yeah, I'm going to watch Boo of a day of Halloween. Oh, shit. I just had an idea. Go on. Jordan's wedding is like the week before Halloween, isn't it? You saying we could do a, a Boo of a day of Halloween commentary? What if on the Thursday night we did a, yeah, what if... Drunk commentary. What yeah. if at like one o'clock in the morning we just fucking do it? <laughs> I think we could do that. Yeah, we just we just go, we just go. Yeah. It's about it. About kids shout Shazam to turn into Shazam. What would be your trigger to turn into a super version of yourself? Hey Siri, <laughs> that be a reminder in my calendar, please. What date and time is your appointment? The twenty. 20- 4th of October at 1 no cancel that okay I won't create the appointment good work Siri hey Siri set an appointment please what date and time is this appointment Friday the 25th of October at 1am okay you're just literally just going to say appointment No, no detail okay right I won't create the event. Oh, fucking hell. Hey, Siri, <laughs> remind me to record a drunk commentary of Boo and Medea Halloween at 1am on Friday the 25th of October. Here's your reminder. 
Record the trunk commentary of Boo and Medea Halloween. They almost got it. Just <laughs> so uh, that's gonna that's gonna pop up. Yeah. So go ahead, Ian. What would yours be? I forgot the question. Kids shout Shazam to turn into Shazam. What would your what would what would what word would be your trigger to turn into a super version of yourself? Geostorm. <laughs> what would be yours, Rebecca? Does sleep count as a superpower? Can I just say sleep? And then you just fall asleep. And then I just fall That's asleep. narcolepsy. No, but it would be controlled because I would say sleep. Fair enough. I'm gonna go with that. I know we have to choose an actual superpower as well. Is that yours? Just the ability to just fall asleep like that. Yes, I would like that. Fair enough. That's not sure it's a superpower. Okay. But you do you. Uh, what is your superpower? Is it literally just to just to be Geostorm Man? No, it's literally to walk around to anyone without any sense of personal humiliation and scream Geostorm in their face. Because I think yours I... should be shit it off. Sorry? <laughs> I think yours should be shit it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You just shout shit it off. I don't think I've used shit it off in a while. To be, to be fair, we use it a lot. Yeah, we do. Bobbins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Edisms <laughs> that have crept into our life. <laughs> Bobbins and shit it off. Shit it off. <laughs> I think shit it off might be a drunk thing for me. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> well, we will see it, John's um, Oh, God. I, I Like, the thing is. Again, Donna's not coming because of a childcare thing, and I'm really, really, really not happy about that. Like, just because it, you know, I, I, I would love for Don to be there because it's been fucking forever since she's seen everyone. Yeah. At the same time, the the, the leash is <laughs> a little bit off. Well, it's yeah. not a little bit off because like there's kind of no fucking safety net what's no I, I i think you you guys <laughs> know are a safety net to a certain extent yeah yeah, yeah. To, to an extent is it are you going a little bit what happens in carlisle stays in carlisle <laughs> well no no only in in <laughs> only in the Screaming i'll never go to carlisle face. again <laughs> I don't Sad. ever expect to meet Jordan's relatives ever again. No. And so, you know, yeah, I, I, he knows what I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's fucking gay. He's uh, literally, literally, the day before, he's warning <laughs> his future wife and saying, right, I have to invite them. Oh. And they are my friends. However. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, in the end of the day, I paid for his meal. Yeah. No, I, I know, I'm joking. I, like, it, it's, I, I'm sure Jordan, Jordan wants me to be there. I fucking hope he does. Uh, I hope he does. I hope Ross yeah. wants to be there. Um, mine, mine would be sup, by the way. Sup? Yeah. So I'd just go, sup. Yeah? Yeah. And then you turn into Supermark. Yeah. No, it should be... What is the thing? What's the phrase? 
or that's it. Oh, what the fuck is the... Becky, what's the thing that Mark always says? He always or, says soap. Or what's it? Uh, like, it's, it's a fucking variation on that. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. He says soap bitches a lot. No, hang on. I've got a cool pool. Hang on. <laughs> you can't <ball. laughs> Where is he? I love how wild this episode's got towards the end. <laughs> Normally question times, me just going, my knowledge isn't deep enough for this part of the show. <laughs> just just gone wild this time. <laughs> We've gone rogue. Where's he gone? Idiot. Yeah. He's calling Paul. To find out what I say, apparently. Um, yeah, that might be. I just go. Sup. So, so, uh, yeah. You are live on Dude and a Monkey slash Film Bastards. I just remembered what we're called. Please do not swear. Oh, you can fucking swear for all we care. What's the thi- What's the thing that Mark always says? <laughs> oh God, we were talking about this a couple of months ago. Bugger. Or, uh, what is it? Is it... Uh, what is it? I'm trying to remember. No, literally, is it... What is it? I do say that a lot, actually. Yeah. Could be. That rings a bell. I do say what is it, yeah. I do say that quite a bit. Usually usually while I'm clicking or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, mate. Okay, cool. If I'm ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'm not entirely sure I'm going to phone you, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Can you imagine Clarkson doing that? <laughs> All right. I- I'm going to say bye because you're literally on the recording. Uh, uh, I'll see well, you tomorrow. Have a good evening, everyone. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye Paul. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. That's fucking started Woo. ringing. There we go. Is that still going? Yeah. Yeah, there's some kind of weird Twilight Zone kind of sound effects going Sounds on. Sounds like a little bit of that by snake. I, I think it is, what is it? I think it is literally, what is it? Yeah, that, that, that does sound like something I say, yeah. We li- we literally discussed that in work for a good five <laughs> minutes one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, mine, mine would be sup. And what would your superpower be? No, yours would be, what is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'd take that. What my superpower be? Um, just people just closed off off. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Not not no no ugly people. <laughs> you were going to say something really. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. something else, but yes. So just leave it at that. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't make me out to be a worse person than I actually. No. Don't make me out to be the person I am. <laughs> You think there's a veneer? There's a there's a thin veneer. Yeah. Very thin. Yeah, it's a very thin veneer. Very thin. Yeah. Anyway, any other questions? No, that's it. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that is it. Yeah. I, so, I think we need to surprise call more people on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should, we just, should we just call Noel? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Um, 
if he's seen Pet Cemetery. He hasn't, but John has. <laughs> Yeah, ring Jordan that's and ask him why Jordan. he's like Pet Cemetery. Oh shit, that's cool, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan right now is explaining his future wife saying, they're not that bad. He's <laughs> <laughs> ringing me now. Charles could be in bed by now. Aww. He's very sensible, is Jordan. Yeah. Well, not first night, not Jordan. Jordan McGrath, this is the Film Bastards podcast. Uh, we wanted to know your thoughts about Pet Cemetery, and we've also been discussing the fact that I'm going to be drunk at your whole entire wedding preparation for the, la- uh, for the whole 36 hours. Uh, well, no, 48 hours probably. The fact that you have not answered this this call means that... Well, you know what's going to happen now, Jordan. And you've made your bed. Good night. I, th- I think silence gives consent on that. It does, yeah. Jordan has made his bed and uh, Ian is going to take a shit in it. <laughs> A drunk shit. A drunk shit. Uh, delightful. Right, on oh, that delightful note, uh, next week we're going to call some more people randomly. Um, I quite like this. I quite like this, yeah. Even yeah. though John didn't answer. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, Alan, get ready for a phone call in a few weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, we should, call, we should just call people you know who I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. Uh, what yeah. it could be next week? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's Hellboy. Um, yeah. Yes, it will be. Which this will be out after the embargo drops. Yeah. I've been told it's fucking terrible. Yeah. So let's <laughs> yes. see how. Let's see what the, happens. The, the early word is it's shite. <laughs> it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. Is there not anything else out we could cover instead? No. It looks. Um, no, I don't we think do a retro review. There's something random actually right, out. All right. All right. In, in fairness, if Bex doesn't want to do, it, I'm, I'm going to go see it anyway because I'm interested and I'll talk about it. But if if Bex doesn't want to see it, let's let's have a look what's going on. There's something right random out this week. That's been out in the states for like fucking ever, and it's out over here this week. A bit like we had the Sisters Brothers last week. Oh, I don't want to be in misery though. No, 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 dude, dude, it's uh, cool. If you passed. don't want to do it, you do it. Mid-90s, that was it. What was it? Mid-90s. Oh, the what's-it one? Uh, the Jonah Hill? Yeah. I'll watch that. Is, yeah, it playing in, is it playing in your view? Let's have a look. No, it's playing city screen, so we could maybe get to that. We'll what? see, we might do mid-90s. What about, okay. what about Wild Rose? Have you heard about that at all? Yes, I have, yeah. Uh, that is... That is playing for you, actually, yeah. Are you, are you wanting to see that, Ian? Oh, I'll, 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 I'll watch the fuck out of that. Well, we'll have a look and see what we can work out and go from there. And then next ooh, week after that... Ooh, week after... 
I know, Becky, I, I will say this. We're not going to see Red Joan, unfortunately. No. Oh, no. I know what you're fucking looking at. Can't see Red Joan. No. No, sorry. I know you wanted to. So I don't even know what the fuck it is. But. Oh, it's got that fucking hag in it, hasn't it? No. Drag the fucking cross concrete. Oh, do you know what I was thinking you were referring to? What? That Isabel Hooper is a fucking psycho stalker. <gasps> Greta? Yeah. I'll watch that as well. Uh, yeah, but Drag the Cross Concrete, a film where <coughs> Craig Esala has been said when people have said, you know, does it give off the wrong impression? Is it coming from a certain wrong point? And his exact response was, I am fuck. I am fuck what, you, what people think of me or it. I'm not saying where my viewpoint comes from or anything, but watch the film, decide if the film is good or not. If you don't agree with the characters, they're characters in a film. And so, do you know what? This guy is literally just going off his own thing. It's the week after that, Infinity War. Uh, it is indeed Infinity War. Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Fucking excited for that. I know you're excited for that. Um, yeah, so that was episode 297. We tangented a bit. We tangented a lot, yes. Can we just have a quick look, actually, to find out what actually is episode 300, then? So, hang on. We're 297 tonight, aren't we? Yeah. So two ninety eight <laughs> would be oh shit! I think it's Avengers. I think it's Avengers. It is. It is. It, that it, feels it, right. That does feel really right. quite right. We, yeah. we need to have a fucking like proper. Let's get a shitload of people on, kind of thing. Like Steve, you'll be listening. I'm sure you want to come on for Avengers. You come on. We'll have Jordan. Yeah. As long as I'm not disinvited to his wedding. Um, <laughs> Noel? We'll have Noel, of course we'll have Noel. Yeah. Let's try and get Brad on. Let's just have fucking everyone on and just be a fucking cluster. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yeah, cool. I, I did actually think for a second, shit, is the week after that long shot, is that our 300th episode? Because Ian's not really happy with that. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be happy with that. Well, actually, you, uh, Ian... You're, you're going to be off the hook on that because I think we're going to see it next week and I'll have on screen now. <laughs> um, Long shot. Get out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fucking Cineworld Unlimited screening of that as well because they're desperate for people for, to like it. Yeah. Well, I'm desperate to like it as well. Um, so, yes. <laughs> it, uh, just, it just it's Seth Rogen's fucking costume choice. Apparently, that is explained. Ex- oh, ex- shit. Explain. Jordan, no. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Jordan. Hello. You are on film bastards. Oh, very nice. Say hello, Mark and Becky. Hello. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Um, so, I don't know if you got my voicemail, but... I've just got it, that's why I'm sort of ringing you back. Okay, so... <laughs> um, Becky has uh, slandered me by saying that I'm going to... What did you say? I was going to take a shit wear during Jordan's wedding. No, Mark said that you were going to take a shit in his bed, and I said a drunken shit. Yeah, there you go. So, Jordan, I will promise you this. I'm not going to take a drunken shit at your wedding. Well, in your bed at your wedding. Oh, that is appreciative. (laughs) (laughs) That is also an excellent point. Now, um, we we were going to ask you your thoughts on pet 
Shitterary? Yes. Shitterary. But I think we've run out of time. So thanks for your time, Jordan. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Go on, go on. What were your thoughts? Do you know what? I honestly, I went in there with the best intentions. I love the book. Love everything about it. And I just found it very schlocky. And where, I mean, I don't like to do the whole sort of comparing the book and the film. But my favourite part of the book was always the conversations between Jude and Creed. Yeah. That, that sort of camaraderie that builds up between them and those conversations those guys have were always a great part of the book and it just felt like that relationship never really developed and to be honest they became really good friends in the book where it always felt like Jude was pissing off Creed in the film and I had no idea really why like Jude was yes he ended up taking um, Creed up to the Pet Cemetery and um, Resurrection Church and everything like that and opening up that sort of kind of worms in his mind but yeah I thought you sort of got a bad rap from everything on the film uh, but yeah and also I just found it a bit too jumpy scary rather than atmosphere the whole sort of subplot with um, Amy Sykes his character um, Rachel all her, all her subplot with sort of recurring dreams I was just sort of like Okay, how you know you overdid that? I think it happened like three times within the film, and I was like, yeah, that's just the same scare, and you're just stretching out time and stretching out time in a 90-minute movie, which I don't think you'd really give anything time to develop. It was like, okay, the shock of um, the, the little girl dying. That was really about it. I mean, that was an awful scene, but it didn't do really do enough. I, I left me really cold at the end. Um, I didn't really get that sort of um, sort of going down the, the rabbit hole of madness that Creed goes down either. I just felt it was a little bit too on the nose. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah no, I, I get that. I mean, we, we said earlier the... Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, it's one of those films that I actually felt maybe it got painted by a 90-minute runtime. I don't think I'd ever say that. I would like to have seen the characters get a bit more developed in the relationships and then we get to see the effects and the change of the characters over a little bit more time. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. It's, uh, it's, it's not long enough, if anything, which is odd. Never say that these days. That's it, yeah. And it just sort of... And that's, that's why I always... It felt like the guy, the person who read, who read the um, story once and was like, OK... Um, I put the beats there, and I stick that down on paper, and as I, 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 I tweeted out, it felt like it was written in the weekend and shot the weekend after. And it just felt very, 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 very quick and underdeveloped. Um, and even the, the, the character of, oh, what's his name? Not, is it Laszlo? Not that Laszlo, it's... Asuka. Um, the young kid at the beginning who became, starts haunting everyone. That, pa- that Pascal, sort of, yeah, I, I think maybe you can't hear Becky, but she said Pascal. Yeah, I, no, sorry, I can't hear Becky or Mark, but um, yeah, Pascal is like, it's, it, that's rushed over a little bit too much in my eyes. It's like, okay, who's this character? What's his character meaning? And things like that. And yeah, it's, a bit was missed, which was unfortunate. Okay, cool. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, no worries. Uh, uh, we'll try and work it 
Um, Avengers Endgame, apparently, we've just worked out it's episode 300. You coming on? Yeah, definitely. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, thank <laughs> you very much, George, and I'm not no going to shit in your bed, don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> Turn All right, bye. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to try and remember to edit it out. So, no, it's, um, it's like a, like a post-call sound effect. It is. <laughs> it's like going back to the normal last yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, all right, I'm going to end, let's end it there, because you guys must be fucking starving. Um, <laughs> uh, right, well, yeah, that was episode 297. Uh, we've worked out that um, our... I can't believe Endgame's 300. That is awesome. Yeah. It is, but, but it is, though, isn't it? Because it's like, next week is... 98. 98. Hell, right. The week after that, it's tried to cross concrete, and then it's... It is Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Shit. That, yeah, that, that, feels, that feels right. It's enough of an event to, you know... Yeah, to do, but I, 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 I think episode. they planned that. I think so, yeah. I think, yeah. I, think I need to block out the entire evening. Yeah. Like just go right. Look, it's episode three hundred. Don, like, can I can I just do me for an <laughs> evening? Like, maybe go to your parents. <laughs> just book yourself into a travel lodge and have a wild night of it. I'm fucking tempted to just come up to York or some shit. You know what I you mean? You would be you would be very welcome. Oh, thank you. Oh dear. We can send Isabel away. Can I be Isabel's room? Yeah. We'll just take uh, her out. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'm going to take that fucking control. Um, yes, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Thank you very much, Ian. Stop calling me Rebecca, you little bitch. Fuck you. Um, so, yes, that was episode 297. Um, and we shall speak to you next Goodbye. Bye-bye. I've been mistaken for crazy. I keep on reacting, baby, it's hard and you're making it harder. I keep running back to you. These old days are coming down fast, but it's okay. I'll make you last, but baby, it's hard when you're left in the dark.
inside. 